Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we're going to be wrapping up this crazy year of K-Pop by talking about all of our personal favorites. Will it match our Spotify wrapped? Absolutely not. <laughs> Mine kind of does, but... <laughs> Mine doesn't. Oh, that's cool. At that's all. cool. It's fine. Um, but we've spent the last month and a half or so putting together multiple top 10 lists to share with you guys, our listeners. Um, to me, this is the most stressful and fun episode to prepare for, but. Yeah, it's, I feel like you are much better about like taking a lot of time to make these lists, whereas I will be like, crap, here we go. And then I like call it all out in one go. And then I'm like, cool, done. <laughs> we go. So I have like a little like burst of stress, whereas you have like a month of stress. I stress myself out over this yeah. for no like. But it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> it is fun. It was funny because I was like, I don't, I still don't know like what I'm going to pick, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm done. I and know. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is what I've been listening to because I'll be honest, like, I'm not even counting December within any of this because I've just been going rogue this last month. Like, I can't look at my Recedify, but if I could look at my Recedify, I have no idea what it would be because I've been just on the Wild West of Spotify listening to everything. <laughs> I mean, I've been listening and re-listening to the playlist that I made for this episode, but also, like, I spent an entire day with my sister where we listened to Divorce Dad Rock Bangers Only playlist. Amazing. Which was a lot of, like, Nickelback and Daughtry. <laughs> it was a great playlist. I mean, I haven't, I've still been listening to K-pop. It's just been, I've been pretty much just listening to my Spotify AI playlist because it's just easy. And, yeah. So it's just been not structured at all i've just been yeah going for it <laughs> i've been using the dj a lot to listen mm -hmm. to stuff and they were like let's do some throwbacks from your summer of like 2017 and i was like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> if you want okay <laughs> i was like okay and then just like dragon songs out that i was obsessed with like before there you go um in my, you know, emo to K-pop pipeline that I was mm -hmm. a part of, mm -hmm. like most of us. Um, but anyways, we're going to skip our weekly geekery this week just because this episode is going to be long enough as it is. I also did put some news stuff because I thought, I don't know, people needed to know about what's going on in the world of K-pop. Yeah, the news stuff. Yeah, there's been a lot going on lately, so. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with that. So YG Entertainment and G-Dragon have officially parted ways. Um, also Bro didn't, isn't going to go to jail because all that, the allegations weren't true. So congratulations to him. Yup. Um, and good luck to whatever it is that he does after this. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Jimin of BTS released a solo digital single on the 22nd called Closer Than This. Um, I... Didn't listen to it yet. <laughs> I've only heard clips, but I like I watched a couple of like TikTok videos where they like had the lyrics and I was like, stop it. <laughs> it's such a sweet gift. Um mm -hmm. 
Also, apparently there's a rumor going around that Jin's going to release a full album next year when he gets back from his service, and I'm terrified. (laughs) Oh my god, I need it, though. I know, I do too. I just, I can't believe we're going to be left in the hands of Jin for, like, a significant amount of time. Like, it's just going to be us and Jin. I'm ready. I'm so ready. You (laughs) know it's going to be chaos. (laughs) Rise of the Jin cult. It'll be great. (laughs) I'm ready. Um, and then only one of is releasing a new album, and my god, the concept pictures. Oh, f- like shirts are just a suggestion for this. Of course, group. of course. Um, the album is called "Things I Can Only Say Love," and yes, I did capitalize the O as necessary. <laughs> it is. Um. So yeah, I can't wait. Um, they're also going on tour. I'm still considering purchasing a ticket, Ooh, maybe. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Pletus Entertainment is going to be de- debuting a new boy group called TWS. I don't really know a lot of information about it. Um, also, finally, shout out to Weavers for sending my last thing that I ordered from them this year. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it only took four or five months to get it, so thanks. <laughs> When they shipped it, it took a day to get here. So I appreciate that. Well, that's cool. That's cool. But nonetheless. Jeez. Anyways, We of Pentagon is going to be releasing his first mini album, which I think makes this his official debut as a soloist. Mm-hmm. Um, and the album is called, I think it's supposed to be Who Is Me, but it's H W H U. Right. Um, complex. His pictures are so cute. Did you see the one where he was hugging the ball? I was dying. Yes, yes I'm obsessed. I'm gonna need to purchase this album just so that I have ownership over that photo. 100%. Um, it comes out on the 16th of January. Um, and then there's a new girl group that's going to debut on January 5th. The girl group is called Genius with two E's. Okay. Um, under Sure Place. Which apparently is the, like, company. Okay. Um, but apparently this group was originally under Blockberry Creative, but their, when their contracts expired, they were like deuces. Oh, thank God. Um, Smart girls. Yeah. They were originally called BBs. B-E-B-E-Z. Mm. Um, so they're going to be debuting under a different company, different group name, but it's the same group. Like, same girls. Okay, okay. Hopefully this isn't just Blackberry Creative sneaking them into a different thing, but... Let's hope not. No, no, I'm just... I hope they're a free from that toxic company. I know, right? Um, IPQ gave an update, Um, I think, last week, because I made these notes, like, over the span of, like, a week and a half, pretty much. Oh, okay. Uh, but they gave an update on the legal case against the YouTube channel that was spreading false information about Omega X. Mm. The court ordered the removal of all false information and then it vital that um, and that it violated Omega X's personality rights. IPQ will also be filing additional lawsuits to protect OX from defamation. Thank God. Mm-hmm. They were so sweet. I need them to leave. People need to leave them alone. Honestly. They were so sweet at the concert. Let like, them live. Right? Just let them follow their dreams, please. Um, and then XG is going to be having a reality show with Mnet slash M2 called X or Go. And it should be... Um, it's going to start airing on the... F- <laughs> on 
January 3rd. I like how it changed it to like a third of a cup. Right. <laughs> but it's January 3rd. Well, you know I'm definitely watching the shit out of that. Avi. I was like, this this one is for Chelsea specifically. It was that one. I'm so excited. Um, and then the group Trends is going to be releasing a special single on the 11th of January called Gold Go Up. And then because we don't have enough, another group is going to be debuting called All Hours. But it's like all, all uppercase. And then it's hours, but the H is also in like parentheses. So it's like all hours and then all hours like of the day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Their first mini album will be called All Hours. This is going to be one of those damn groups that does this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the company that they're under, that's yeah. cool. It's um so this is this group is going to be the newest boy group to debut under Eden Entertainment, which is the same company that IU is part of, and also Woods. Mm-hmm. That's um, cool. They're going to be debuting in early 2024, and they have seven members. So okay. we'll have okay. a new boy group. So I'm excited for them. Um, and then Vanner is going to be having a comeback in at the end of January. Uh, Itzy is releasing concept photos for their song "Mr. Vampire." <laughs> I saw, like, one, and I was like, oh, my God, help. Rip. <laughs> Rip to my wallet in a, in a couple of days. I'm like, hey, we're just talking about money, too, like, before the pod. We're just, like, ripped to all the things I want to buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rise is going to be having a comeback soon, um, soon after the new year. So that was announced today. Um, Good and then, Lord. I know. January's going to be busy. That's all I, I have to say. Um, WJSN, I think it's Sola. Sola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is going to be making her official solo debut. So congratulations to her. And then Choi Yena is releasing her third mini album called Good Morning. Um, her con- I saw one concept photo and she looks so pretty. She's super cute. Yeah. Um, the group, I think that their name is pronounced even because we talked about mm-hmm. them before. It's like E-V-N-N-E. Mm-hmm. Um, is releasing their second mini album called Unseen, and that'll be on January 22nd. Um, one of the member, uh, members of Dreamcatcher, Xion, Xion um, is really, there's like a music video teaser for Start Over. Is she doing like a solo thing? Yeah, she's dropping like a, like a single. Okay. But I think it's like an official single. Oh, okay. She has like concept photos and everything for it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, Yi Chanuk of Akmu, he's going to be releasing his first single called One Trillion. I'm sure it's going to be over the top and incredible at the same time. Right, of course. It's <laughs> like I saw the picture for like the poster. I was like, this is just effing dramatic. Of course. <laughs> but it fits him. Wouldn't expect anything less. I would it. be disappointed if it was just simple. <laughs> right. Um, And then 2AM is having a comeback on the 2nd of January, and it's called If You Can Change Your Mind. You, ugh, if You Change Your Mind. That's what it is. Not me adding words to the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Limelight is going to be releasing their third EP called Last Dance. Sometime Sweet. Got so much to look forward to. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So, um just prepare people are going on tour next year and already talking about it like uh ats is definitely going on a world tour i can expect i mean we should expect 17 to go on one 
Um, maybe Shono will release a solo album while oh we're waiting. God. That would be amazing. Yes. Um, yeah. So our, we still have our survey up and available. So um, that will be included in the show notes as well as we'll link it in other places. So if you haven't filled out our survey yet, please do so. If you have some time just to let us know you know, what you like, what you didn't like about the podcast this year, um, anything you would like to hear us cover. Um, you can also include that. Um, also we're on Patreon. Um, we are currently offering a $1 subscription level for more details on what's included. Please visit patreon.com and search. You can't stop me. Love K-pop. Uh, we also have a single tier available on Spotify for podcasters. The link for that is in our show notes and our social media bios. All right. I hope everyone who chooses to listen to this episode is ready. It's going to be long. (laughs) Stay hydrated. Get a snack. Stay hydrated. Feed yourselves. Take bathroom breaks. No, I'm kidding. I know. Well, actually, they could just take us with you to the bathroom if need be. Very true. And probably a lot of people are listening in their car driving because that's always always how I listen to podcasts. Same. Um, Yeah. Take breaks, everyone. (laughs) Watch this episode. It's not as long as like we're kidding. We're making it out to be. Someone just sits there for three hours. <laughs> I refuse to. I, I refuse to move. <laughs> um, anyways. So the topics that we've chosen for this year's wrap up are going to be. Um, we're going to talk about our top 10 albums, title tracks, B-sides, Japanese singles or sing- or albums. Um, top 10 singles or single albums, because apparently a single and a single album are all the same thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, top music videos, concerts, performances. And then um, I had the topic albums that unexpect- unexpectedly captured you. Um, I don't know if Chelsea found anything for that one because you're we talking about. <laughs> um, I may have a couple of things okay. to talk about, but. Yeah, we'll just play it by ear and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so that's pretty much what we're going to talk about. Um, I have a spreadsheet that I put together for myself. <laughs> Same. So, um, yeah, so I guess it's, it is time. Yay. Um, so we're going to go back and forth. Like, we'll start with Chelsea giving her top 10 albums. I know you don't normally put your stuff in order, except for only, this one, I think. Yeah, only the albums I have in order because... I, I like tried to do the other ones in order and it really just depends on the day and my mood of what is my favorite. So to me, I feel like the albums were a little bit easier to put in an order because mm-hmm. for me, like the, the ones at the top of the list are going to be the ones that I listen to fully mm-hmm. the most, like completely. Yeah. Whereas maybe lower on my list i like listen to majority of the songs quite a bit i don't know i hope that makes sense no i'm just so, kidding yeah it did perfect okay <laughs> <laughs> excellent uh, so shall i go from 10 to 1 sure all right uh starting with number 10 is lacerafim's unforgiven uh, obviously I've talked a lot about La Seraphim this year and how much I've 
love them. I loved them last year. I love them this year. They're 100% becoming a huge favorite group of mine. Uh, I would say I listened to this album a lot on repeat when it came out. Um, and I would say I still listen to it quite a bit. And I, with watching all the end of the year performances and things like that, like, I just feel like I've been listening to this album quite a bit in general. I would say there's like one or two songs I don't listen to very often, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that I don't like them. Just, um, they just aren't constantly like in my repertoire of listening to things. Uh, but there's like a lot of songs on this album that I like genuinely reach out to listen to specifically. So mm-hmm. I really like it. I liked the concept. I liked the the whole Western thing. I think it's hilarious that they're one of their B-sides from this album has become more popular than their title track. Sometimes that just happens mm-hmm. with albums, right? Uh, but I am literally dying to see them in a concert so i would love if they went on tour this year but maybe later in the year please (laughs) please um okay moving on to number nine nine is kiss of life with their album called kiss of life and this is their debut album kiss of life for me came out of nowhere because i didn't know Like, I didn't know they were debuting. I didn't know anything about them, but everyone was talking about them when they debuted and people kept saying like, hey, like, if you want a girl group with some grown women, check this group out. And I was like, grown women, you say? (laughs) Um, But Kiss of Life has like a very different style than to most k-pop especially most k-pop that's been debuting as of recently Mm -hmm. it's very more western um it has a lot of influence from 90s 2000s r&b uh it has i don't know it just it just got like a super different vibe they're definitely not afraid to be more mature which i think is nice um i feel like k-pop sometimes is just very conservative, understandably, because most of the groups have like minors in them and you don't want to be, be inappropriate. No. Um, but I think it just has like a more mature, like older sounding mm-hmm. style anyway, because they are more mature, like some of their voices are deeper or they're just richer. And I think that's like a great way to describe their music is really rich. Um and with the, with this album specifically, they had a title track and then they had solos for every member. So you really got to experience uh, what each vocalist sounded like. Um, and they had a couple of other B-sides as well, which were really good. And I just really vibed with it. It was really good. Uh, I couldn't stop listening to the title track. I couldn't stop listening to a couple of the solos. So I really liked it. Uh, Number eight is Itzy Kill My Doubt. Obviously, Itzy is an old group of mine. So automatically, I'm going to be there for it. This album was like a grower for me, for sure, this year. Uh, I wasn't sure how I vibed with some of the B-sides that they released, or like the pre-releases that they released. Um, But then Cake came out. And the more I listened to it, the more it grew on me. 
And the more performances I watched, the more it grew on me. And then it became where, like, the entire album was in my top 100. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just one of those things, right? Yeah. Uh, I also, I just really liked the concept and the message that this album was definitely trying to give. And I miss Leah. I miss Leah. (laughs) They've been doing a lot of promotions with some of the songs, obviously without Leah recently and it's been making me miss her quite a bit but I am excited to hear their new stuff uh let's see number seven is Ives I Have which I've definitely talked about this was like earlier in the year this is I don't know this was such a good album it was a full length album And I think I listened to at least like two thirds of this album pretty much the entire year. Like I listened to the whole album on repeat when it came out, but then it took me a while to like move it out of my new comebacks playlist. I would just listen to it over and over again. Uh, The B-sides, like I'd have like a new favorite B-side like every day. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, no, this one. Ooh, no, this one. (laughs) Uh, I really like... Next page, uh, curious, uh, blue bloods. There's a whole bunch. Cherish. Oh, it was so funny. I was listening to Cherish the other day, and I told Eamon, I was like, so nice they made a song about us. He was like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, when you said Cherish, I was like, oh, it's so nice Aww. of them to make a song about you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a good album. I mean, the their title track, I Am, obviously went viral mm-hmm. for very funny reasons, but <laughs> I Am is a great song. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it, and I don't know. It was it was a great first album for them. I really like Ives' music. They, they're just really talented, and I like their sound a lot. Okay, number six, Idol's English album, Heat. Bro, when I told you it, that album took me by the chokehold, <laughs> like I was just like, "Oh, okay, yay!" They released they released the album, and I listened to it, and the way every song was just an absolute banger for me, banger after banger after banger. I just loved it. Um, Flip it will still is just <sighs> so good. I want that was the title track, so good. Uh, I don't know every song. Every song of that album was just so, so good. Mion was absolutely shining in this album. And mm-hmm. Mion is typically not a member that I like am heavily focused on mm-hmm. just because I don't know why. Sometimes there's those members where you're like, I notice you, but I don't like, I'm not like always seeing you, if that uh-huh. makes sense. Like because you're distracted by your bias, you're distracted by your record, blah, blah, blah. I'm always staring at Minnie. <laughs> let's just let's just be real. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but like, you know, Soyeon's always in the front. Like you got Uki coming out with her deep voice. So sometimes like I just don't see Mion. But but girl, like you hear Mion in this album and she is shining. I just can't explain it, but she shines in this album. Uh, okay, number four five oops do i have five on yes i do okay five is kim sejong's 
door, which I just physically got yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the Christmas gift you got. <laughs> yes. Uh, a friend of mine very kindly purchased it off of my Amazon wish list. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, this album, I love Kim Se-jeon's voice. I was so excited that she was coming out with an album, and it's a full album as well. So it has a lot of beautiful songs. Kim St. John is just very extremely talented vocalist. So literally any song she does, it's going to sound beautiful. Um, But she put like her blood, sweat and tears into this album. She talked about how any free moment she had, she was working on this album. And obviously she's been very busy the last couple of years, like filming drama after drama um, and with the title track Topper Cliff, she had like a full fight sequence in the music video and she worked with the, uh, combat coordinators from Uncanny Counter. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. to film, uh, to film that music video. So she really like was trying a lot of new things mm-hmm. and trying new genres and, it was just cool to see her as a soloist um, because obviously Gugudan is not really uh, active at the minute. So I was happy to hear her. And in a way, she kind of like fulfills the missing bit of IU that I have with like IU not putting any music out this year. She kind of yeah. like fulfills that spot for me because oh, yeah. they're very similar. Number four is Kiss of Life's Born to be XX. This is the second mini album Kiss of Life put out this year. And I'm still listening to this album. (laughs) Like, I think I listened to a song on the drive home today. Every single song is amazing. It's got more of like an upbeat, uh, like style to it. The title track has a bit of like a Western country feel to it, but it's like, country pop hip-hop like that realm and it just works Mm -hmm. uh their b-side nobody knows was freaking insane uh watching them perform songs from this live was incredible they've still been like promoting it here and there on other things and i just love their voices it's they're just crazy talented and i can't wait to like just be obsessed with them in 2024 because I know I will. <laughs> uh, number three is Wien's album In the Mood. Again, another full album. Uh, I've been definitely a fan of like the full albums this year. Yeah. You know, like the, the full like, because they have like a lot to offer, you know? Mm-hmm. So Wien's title track, In the Mood, Obsessed love it 10 out of 10 i loved her blonde hair i loved the concepts like it it, everything about it just suit her so well and out of all of the singles she's put out this one definitely was my favorite it just it just really hit for me i also really liked the rest of the album it it just provided the perfect mood Mm-hmm. And I I can't explain it other than that. Just beautiful vocals, um, beautiful songs. I, I would say 
I'm pretty sure begin again, 17, oh, and something else are my favorite for sure. Begin again is just breathtaking, breathtakingly beautiful. Uh, yeah, so we in. Loved it. Listened to it quite a bit this year for sure. Number two is XG's New DNA. Uh, I kind of feel like I'm cheating with this one, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, so with XG, this whole year, they've been just putting out song after song after song after song. And a lot of them have been essentially pre-releases building up to this album, which was New DNA. And the title track, I think the official title track for this was Puppet Show. I'm pretty sure. Again, it was hard to know because they were putting out like a new song like every month <laughs> for like oh, yeah. for like for like four months. They were like, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one. Okay, now here's the whole album. And it was like mostly all the songs they had put out, plus a couple of new B-sides, but Every single song on that album is a, is amazing, a 10 out of 10. Uh, there's maybe like one or two songs that I'm like, it's a 8 out of 10, but still, that's pretty freaking good. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty freaking good. Uh, okay. And then number one, again, still listening to this album, obsessed with it. It's going to go in like top tier albums of all time and that is red velvet's chill kill oh oof it's just so good also physically got this album because of katie so thank you katie for that (laughs) christmas present (laughs) she got me the bag version everyone with the little silver bag it's very cute uh this this album is again a full album and every single song is stunning. Red Velvet has always been good at B-sides, but goddamn, they just popped off with this one. <laughs> Truly popped off with some of the best songs of all time. So, thank you Red Velvet for closing this year out with a banger of an album. And that is my top 10 albums. Thank you, everyone. Let's go on to Katie, your top 10 albums. Um, Okay. So number 10 album for me is The World Episode Finn Will by ETs. Okay. Okay. Um, This was a late bloomer. Came out of, came out pretty, like, I think in November, right? No, December 1st. I was going to say, yeah, December for sure. It was like December 1st. It came in. Crazy form was so insane. Um, mm-hmm. But like the thing that got me so hard with this album was the um, unit songs. Yes. They came out and it was like insane. And I know they're releasing some sort of like music video or it's already out. I haven't. I'm not 100% sure, but jungo did one for everything and i'm like oh sweet now we get to cry let's do this oh my god i can't wait (laughs) so it's been amazing to watch like promotions for this album and it's just been incredible and i know that um because of this and like the rest of the albums that they've put out like it's such a big deal with like the tour that they're going to be doing so i know it's going to be insane but 
Um, I really enjoyed it. The promotions have been phenomenal. Um, I've tried to listen to this album as much as I can since it just came out. Um, I'm also dying over some of the best album packaging that we've had. Like, because I was so disappointed over the Stray Kids album packaging. Yeah. And then A.T.'s was like Markley Chef Kiss. It was beautiful. Um... So, yeah, that's my number 10. Number nine is The Unseen by Shono and Hyunwon. <laughs> Ayy. Absolutely. Love Me a Little had me in a chokehold. <laughs> I understand. Like, the fact that we got to, like, I got to see them in person, right, at KCON was literally everything. Um, But it was such a good, like collab between the two of them like they were literally perfect it was our biases out there strutting their stuff and it was beautiful Mm -hmm. um i really loved um the b-sides on this album too so love therapy was really really good roll with me was too much to handle (laughs) honestly the entire album was a lot to handle okay Mm -hmm. i understand but i loved it i loved every minute of it um, number eight for me is also an album that came out pretty late in the year, which is Rockus, Rockiest by Rocky. Oh, okay. Um, Rocky is f- the former member of Astro, or he'll always be an Astro, to be perfectly yes. honest. Um, but I loved it. It was so different from like the music that we've been used to, like hearing from Rocky when he was with Astro, right? Because he's their rapper. But this was like so much of just like his vocals and getting to really show the kind of music that he likes to, that he wants to put out. Because not only is this album like all nothing but him, but also like he owns the company <laughs> that he's yeah. under. So he can do whatever the hell he wants. I love it. Um, but the the music video was so good. The title track, Luck, uh, Lucky Rocky, was super, super good. Um, but I really liked the song uh, Chameleon. I thought that one was really good. It was one of the B-sides. Um, just overall, it's been so good. Like, I love how well he's doing, and he seems to be happy with what he's doing. So I don't know what else to say. <laughs> because <laughs> it was perfect um ten, eight, number seven for me is uh actually melting point by zero base one. Oh, okay i loved this album so much i thought it was super well done like the title track crush was super good but also were the rest of the songs like i could keep listening to this album album over and over and over again and not get tired of it all right um, I thought they did a sensational job with everything on it. Um, especially like this is the second album that they've released. Like, and it's already as good as like, like as it is. I agree. I really enjoy Zero Base One. <laughs> it's going to kill me when they like, when their contract is up. Oh, like, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> Honestly. So upset. Um. Okay, next we have... 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Number 6 is Five Star by Stray Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, We know how much we love S-Class, but also I would have died to see Item in person. 
Yeah. Like, we got Super Bowl, which is such a good song, and we got to see Top Line. Like, we lost our absolute mind when we were listening to Top Line. Um, but everything, all of the songs are really good on this one. Did I sob my eyes out during Beautiful? Of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. It was beautiful. But I really liked this album because they came out with two albums this year, right? So they came out mm-hmm. with Rockstar and then Five Star. And I liked this one more. Like, I like yeah. Rockstar, but I prefer Five Star. Um... Also, I could, as much as I've listened to S-Class, I am not tired of that song. Excellent. Um, The next one for me, so that was number six. Number five is Orange Blood by N. Hypen. (laughs) I love it. I love this song. I love this album so much. Like, it takes everything in me every time I go into Target to not buy it. I was like, you don't need, you don't collect and hype and, but I need it. But I need it. <laughs> like, Sweet Venom was so good. It really was. Like, it was such a phenomenal title track. Like, the last two albums have been so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is, but like, Dark Blood and then Orange Blood have been insane i'm scared for their next album like i know what are we going to get <laughs> but <laughs> purple blood no kidding. purple blood <laughs> vermilion blood <laughs> um but yeah i've listened to this one many times and every single song on it is so good it's very catchy they worked really hard on this album and i really appreciate it i'm still like and Hypen's one of those groups where I've like I've wanted to see them in person, but every single time of something else is going on. Mm, interesting. Okay. Um, like the last time I was in Portland, like they played the um, same day as the Rose. Gotcha. Yeah. So one day. One day. One day. Um, number four for me is FML by 17. Yeah. Um, I Love this album. Okay. It's so good. Like, they did such a great job with it. Um, Super was legit one of the most epic, insane um, title tracks that they've ever done. But also, like, the thing that gets me, that makes me love this album the most, is I don't understand, but I love you. Like, it's such a good song. And, like, I love it that it was the performance group like performance unit that ended up with that song because I felt like their voices and like the sexy dance that they did with that song. It was perfect. It was too sexy. No, I'm kidding. It was too sexy. <laughs> it really was. I feel like 17 and BTS have this way of like taking like a song that's like really sentimental or sad and like putting sexy dance moves to it. And you're like, but I'm, why am I? S-? It's like sexy crying. Like yeah. I'm crying, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. also just like, my God. <laughs> You're like, why am I emotional? But this is too sexy. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend FML if it, no one's, if you haven't listened to it at this point. Like, it's so, so good. Okay. Number three for me is Incense by Moonbin and Sana from Astro. Um, I love this album so much. And um, on this album, so they did... Uh, 
Madness was the title track for this one. Um, Perfumer was such a good song, too. Like, all their B-sides. The thing that got me is that Sana and Moonbin had each had their own solo song on this album. And Wish is Sana's song. I would literally give anything to hear him sing this song. Like, I was just consuming fan cams left and right during their concerts in South America because they would perform Desire and Wish. But, like, Wish makes me sob so hard. Oh, It's so beautiful. If you haven't listened to it, you should. It's so good. Like, his voice is just so incredible. Um, But also, like, they have a song called Chup Chup. <laughs> which is really good um and then the last one on their album is called your day and it's just like this was the last album that the two of them put out together um and it's it's so good it's so good freaking miss moonbin so much um anyways um my second album number two for me is layover by v from bts Oh, okay. Um, I listened to the reason that this song, none of the songs on this one ended up very high on my Spotify wrapped is because I have a CD player and I put the CD on and I would play it while working and then it would end and I'm like, oh, start again. <laughs> like, nice. The same thing with like um Monster X's um last album, Beautiful Lie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful Liar. Um that's in my That would be in number my- one. <laughs> Yeah, it's in my car. <laughs> um, so I listen to that CD over and over and over and over and over again all the time if I, like, forget to, like, put on Spotify or something while I'm driving. Um, but the same thing happened with Layover. Um, I think that this is probably one of the most incredible albums that I've ever heard. Um, I thought V did such a sensational job because this is a style of music that he really likes. It's sort of this, like... I don't know what kind of like genre it's supposed to be, but it's more of this like got this like blues jazzy elements to it. Um, but it's so good. I played this album for my friend who doesn't listen to K-pop and he really liked he liked it. Um, so I don't know. Just every single song is really good. Rainy Days, Blue, Love Me Again, Slow Dancing. I think Slow Dancing is one of my favorites off of this. So I love it. And number one for me this year, top album for me is Expectation by Dio of EXO. Hey, not surprised no, at all. It's it's really not surprising at all. Um, I freaking love this album so much. I listened to it so many times. It's so good. Like the... <laughs> The View is probably my favorite song off this album, which is a a B-side, but Somebody is so good, and then I Do is really good. Like, he killed it with this entire thing, and then there's, like, the song Lost is really amazing, and then, like, all of his live performances that he did, especially on the show that Akmu hosts, like, he freaking killed it, and... It's like it's wild because with Dio, like the way he sings, he makes it seem just so effortless, like like just any other thing, like breathing. Right. Right. 
Because he was, like, sitting on the couch or whatever, like, belting out these, like, insane notes. And we're like, what are you doing? Right. Which just shows, like, how talented he is. Oh, my God. He's so, so talented. And, like, when he stands on the stage, like, singing his songs, I swear to God, it's like, he's like, what? Like, it's hard? <laughs> that's I what love it, that. That's what it seems like, right? I mean, obviously, like, he puts a ton of time and energy and like everything into you know into his vocals and into his performances and stuff but it just seems so like he's so good that it just seems like breathing Mm -hmm. and sometimes breathing is even hard (laughs) but anyways but yeah that's my top 10 um this one was definitely a little bit more all over the place than it's been in the past i feel like like there's definitely a lot of newcomers on this one with like um, Zero Base One and uh, Dio and and Hypen and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. De- definitely some unexpected, at least for me. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to our top 10 title tracks. All right. This was. This was kind of hard for me because obviously there's like some title tracks can technically be singles. So I would sometimes space them out there. And then sometimes like I like the music video more. So I put them in under the like music video title tracks. Um, So yeah, I feel like people are going to be like, there's definitely stuff missing there. But I'm like, listen, I had to spread the love, okay? <laughs> well, it's more like sometimes with these lists, we use other categories to cheat. Right, exactly. And like to talk about more groups and more songs, because... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think this one's not super... Uh, This one's pretty obvious, sorry, is what I'm trying to say. It was like my number two or three song on my Spotify round, <laughs> and that is D&D by A-Pink. <laughs> uh, I, obsessed. I, I just don't understand. It's just pure. Every time it comes on, I'm never going to skip. Never, ever, ever going to skip. I love the song. Uh, A-Pink, I haven't, I haven't done a dive into like their full discography. Yeah. And I feel like this year might be the year that I might have to do that. Just because, I mean, obviously, their recent stuff has just been so good. Like, yeah. even their their Christmas single, Pink Christmas, I've listened to it quite a bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <this month. laughs> so I feel like it's a group that I'm going to have to get into this year. Mm, yeah. So people let me know if you want me to do that. Uh, next is Fast Forward by Somi. Wow, shocker. Th- I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. My my list is like pretty obvious. Uh, fast forward by Somi. Somi honestly needs to go on tour because girl is just so freaking charismatic and such a performer. Yeah. And I feel like seeing her live would be so cool. Uh, the song was just it. Every, every time she drops a... a a title track like she will dance challenge with literally everyone in the freaking industry and there's like no way you're not gonna like her song because you're gonna see it and hear it everywhere (laughs) is it just me is it just me uh 
this song had like such a 2010s EDM like vibe to it. And I don't know. I just can't explain it. I just really, really liked it. It made me feel nostalgic in a way. I don't mm-hmm. know. Next is Honestly by Limelight, which was also super high on my Spotify wrapped. Again, I don't know why I like this song so much, but it's a never skip for me. And it comes on quite frequently. Uh, I really like Limelight. I'm excited to, to hear their new album. Uh, the song was just a lot of fun and I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't even know anything about Lilight as a group. I just know that I really like the song. Next is Sugar Rush Ride by <laughs> TXT. <laughs> I feel like the more I've been like going through all of my music that I keep listening to and keep listening to, TXT is like a top boy group for me like for real, top though. top old boy group for me like i've been listening to their stuff since debut for sure and i would say i probably like obsessed about their albums almost even more so before but as a group i just i they're i'm they're going to be there for me every time like it's going to be a hit for me every single time i love sugar rush ride uh i loved this album i loved seeing them in concert this year i i just adore them and i've been enjoying their performances and everything as well next is howl by chu oh it's so pretty it's like it's just such a a boost of serotonin when i listen to this song and it just makes me feel so good and i'm so excited to see chu as a solo artist uh she's just got such an infectious vibe to her and i'm really curious to see her grow as a soloist because chu has like obviously a very specific vibe and reputation to her of being this super bubbly infectious person but i would really love to see her um try other genres and try other sounds and and become more fleshed out as an artist and trying new things and i think now she'll kind of get that opportunity and i feel like even with this album we got to see a new side to her Mm -hmm. so i think we're already starting on that but i just can't wait to see more uh from her so next is drama by espa Freaking dropped an absolute banger the last <laughs> bit of the year. I still listen to this on repeat. I still have been like obsessing over the performances that they've mm-hmm. been putting out with this song. Um, every performance is a serve for sure. Like, oh, I just can't explain it. I just love Espa so much. Uh, drama is like that girl. She's that girl, you know? <laughs> I'm the drama. Like, I just... <laughs> I just love it. Uh, anyway, next is I Am by Ive. Again, this went viral for very funny reasons, but it's a very good song. Like, it's catchy. It's got everything it needs to be. 
Um, and do I want to see this live with the entire audience doing the like smashing sound right <laughs> at the <laughs> Yes. Like I genuinely want to see if people do that and I kind of hope that they do, but I I imagine they'll be so confused. They'll be like, what are you all doing? Clapping at this very specific part. That being said, I just I need to see it. it <laughs> Next is Spicy by Espa, which people had very mixed feelings about Spicy and this whole EP and mm-hmm. everything, but I loved it. I love that we're seeing new sides of Espa. Like, yes, we are not in Kwanya anymore, but I'm kind of fine with that. Like, let's go visit other worlds, okay? <laughs> uh, Spicy was just super addicting. I would get it stuck in my head for literally days anytime I'd listen to it. And I really liked the music video. It was very clearly shot in LA and it was bright. It gave that like Y2K, like, like, college vibes it was amazing loved it love espa next is sweet juice by purple kiss oh you know i love me some purple kiss same sweet vocals sweet juice oh my god (laughs) embarrassing i'm I'm sorry (laughs) no you're not um i'm genuinely sad that i didn't get to see them in concert if it wasn't so hard to like go up to la for concerts, yeah. I would 1000% be going to a lot more. And I'm really sad that I didn't get to see Purple Kiss because I know that they were great. They're such good singers. Uh, this concept and song was just really, really good. Every time they come out with a tile track, I'm I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was just like, the bellhop, the purple bellhop outfits were just so good. Like, who thinks of that? I don't know. Like, it was just so, so good. And then last but not least is Baddie by Ive. I... It's so good. Uh, it's just sassy. It's something completely different mm-hmm. that Ive's done. It's definitely more girl crush and more in the style of what k-pop is now but i kind of like that they did that like yes it's it's more of the same but it's i've right so they do it in their own way and yujin like embodied this concept like she ate the choreo every time yeah like you could just tell when an artist loves the choreo when they just like serve that <laughs> they're yeah. just like they're just like let me absolutely demolish this choreo and you're like perfect thank you so much oh my god uh and it's super catchy such a good song it it makes me like in a good it puts me in a good mood every single time so i love it and that is my top 10 title tracks your turn um minor i like i put everything in order like this is like painstaking to me i just can't do I, no it's i know, like I know. every day it's different for me <laughs> i know i'm st- i'm just gonna go one to ten just because yeah um so my number one top most beloved title track this year medusa <laughs> by just <laughs> of <Beans>. course 
<laughs> not surprised at all. No. Because legitimately, I don't understand, like, why right. I love this song so much. But sometimes in my head, I'll just be like, Medusa. <laughs> just <laughs> randomly. I don't know. It was just so good. There was just something about this song that, like, I obsessed over. Like, every performance, every moment of just everything with this. Like, I literally bought this album because I love the song so much. <laughs> I don't even collect Just Be. I haven't even, like, like when we did the episode on them, that was, like, the first time I, like, went through and, like, actually, like, dug into their discography and stuff because I really didn't know anything about them. I just heard, like, I've listened to some of their music, but, like, Medusa, I don't understand. Like, it just happens. It just, the song's got me in a chokehold and it will never let go. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, my next favorite song is Cotton Candy by Jin Young from GOT7, because obviously. <laughs> of course. I love this song. It came out very early at the beginning of the year because he's off in his, you know, being all military and stuff. Um, But it was so good. This whole album was actually really good. But I particularly liked the title track the most. I thought Cotton Candy was really good. The music video was really good. <sighs> I miss him very much. <laughs> Can't wait for him to come home. Um, n- my next one is "Guilty" by Taman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this song literally has all of K-pop idols fans in a chokehold, and I don't think it'll ever let go because the number of people who did the "Guilty" challenge, but also "Thank You," Taman. Yeah. For this particular challenge, because I've seen more idol abs in my entire life. Yep. Like, the most we've ever seen. Both male Moonbeal and female. just did it. Yeah, I was going to say, Moonbeal just did it, like, two days ago, and I've been wrecked ever since. Yeah, I bet. Jeez, my God. Um, No, it just this song is so good. Like, this whole album that Taman did was really, really good, but Guilty was... Something else. Like, I remember when they were like, oh, he's going to release a new album. The title track is going to be sexier. And I was like, sexier? I was like, what do sexier you- than we've had? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you know, like Jennifer Lawrence in the when she was eating the hot wings? On yes. Hot ones, she's like, what are you doing? What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> like, we barely, like, I still barely survive move. And you're going to want me to listen to something sexier? Like, are you out of your I mind? I know. Um, but my God, it was so good. Um, I loved everything about this album, but like the title track was just like the best ever. Um, okay. Next one is God of Music by Seventeen. <laughs> yes. I love this song. Yeah. It's so good. It was so different from Super. It was like mm. so much fun. And I love the dance challenge to it. I thought they did such a good job with it. Like, the music video was super good. The title track was just, like... Like, it's just one of those songs that, like, sticks with you forever. Like, I can't wait to see this song in person, like, performed in person. Because, you know, it's going to be so insane and so good. Absolutely. Um, The next one is Chasing That Feeling by TXT. Yeah. I like this one. Like, I really mm-hmm. like, I mean, obviously, I love Sugar Rush Ride because, you know, 
obviously based on my Spotify wrapped. I loved Sugar Rush Ride <laughs> a lot. Um, but I love how um, catchy Chasing That Feeling is. Also, I specifically love the way that uh, Subin's hair bounces when he sings and dances yep. to the song. And, like, it gets me every time. <laughs> every time. I'm like, the hair. <laughs> the hairography. <laughs> the hairography. It's, like, on point with this song. No, I just think it's really good. I thought this album was great. Um, but this song in particular was really good. I would love to hear this song in person. Like, because you know mm-hmm. it's going to be super good. Oh, yeah. Um, next is Smoke Spite featuring RM by uh, Soyun. Mm-hmm. Um, this song had me in a friggin' chokehold. Like, people were like, I don't like this song. It's not very good. I'm like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> Truly. I was like, the, the rock, like, the pop rock in me is dying over here because this song mm-hmm. is so good. <laughs> It is. It's very good. I listened to her whole album, actually. Like, I didn't know anything oh, about her right. at all. And because of this particular song, I was like, oh, I should check out, like, the rest of this album. It's great. Amazing. It's great. This, I don't know what it is about, like, her voice with RM was so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the perfect feature for this song. And, like, I loved everything about it. And it fits exactly within the genre of music that I typically listen to. Mm-hmm. outside of k-pop so it was like <laughs> i was like did you make this song for me it's perfect thank you so much oh my god thank you um okay my next song is <laughs> freaking lip gloss by the boys <laughs> <laughs> i listened to that the other day and it just made me laugh i it's love it it's so good and it's so it's stupid so <laughs> like i love this song like, the freaking Christmas concept for August, but, like, Christmas on the beach? Like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> it's like, just so catchy, too. It is. It really was one of the best, like, summer songs that came out, for sure. Like, like I get it stuck in my head randomly all the time, like, right now. Um, lip gloss, lip gloss. <laughs> I want to be your lip gloss. No, no. You can't be my lip gloss. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> but also don't please <laughs> okay um the next song for me is designer by vav oh oh i've been obsessed with this song since it came out like it's a good song it's literally taking everything because vav is on tour right now and it's like taking everything in me to like not buy a ticket like, I need mm-hmm. to see when they're coming to California, because I think it's, like, very early January. Oh, okay. Um, But, like, this song is so good. And I've, like, only listened to VAV a little bit prior mm-hmm. to this. But, like, when this album came out and I heard Designer, I was like, I love this so much. It was so well done. The music video was great. But, like, there's just something particular about this song that just makes mm-hmm. you obsessed with it. No, it's super good. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> um, okay, my second to last song is Love or Die by the New Six, or TNX, as they were called before they decided to use their government name. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. <laughs> um, but Love or Die had me in a freaking chokehold. It was one of those songs where like you'd listen to like an entire playlist. It was always the first freaking song after the playlist. And I'm like, I've listened to this song so many times. 
<laughs> one more time. <laughs> one more time. One more time. But like, I love this song. It's very good. They are an incredibly talented newer group. Um, they've only been around for a couple, like a year, year and a half, two years almost now. Um, but like absolutely insanely talented. Like this entire album was phenomenal. But the title track in particular, Love or Die is Chef Kiss. It's so good. And to wrap up my top 10 title tracks, couldn't possibly leave this song off. Bite Me by N. Hypen. Oh. <laughs> I hate how much I love this song. It's good. It's It just gets in your brain and you can never let it go. To be perfectly it's true. honest. It's very true. Yeah. And there it is. Just <laughs> bite me. <laughs> just right there. Right there. It's so good. I don't know what it is about this particular song. I think I loved it so much more because people didn't like it. <laughs> and that made me love it more. I, I kind of understand that. Yeah, it kind of pissed me off too, like, how people responded to it. Like, <sighs> like, how dare they dance with, like, girls in the music video. It's like, yeah? How so? dare they not? <laughs> like, yeah the frick <laughs> like what do you expect also i'm here any day all day for a vampire concept oh yes all day it's any day good. vampire concept and they killed it like n hype and i feel like has been in so insanely good this year mm -hmm. with both the albums that they've released but like n hype like bite me was just <laughs> i hate how much i love this song i know because it's just so good i love it i love it so much Okay, so that's the top title tracks. Let's move on to B-sides. I feel Woo! like, I honestly feel like B-sides are a little bit more telling with where our, um, like what we liked this year sometimes. True. I feel like mine are just 1000% obvious. Oh, mine are not. I've just been, oh, mine are like all the songs I haven't shut the, shut the hell up about this year. <laughs> Typical. Whoops. Typical. <laughs> okay. Huh. Number one. Oh my god. <laughs> Back to the city by Kepler. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chelsea just hit us with the most shocking details we've ever witnessed. I know. I know. Uh I'll never shut up about this song. I'm so <laughs> glad I got to see this live. I know. When we saw them at KCON. I'm going to be so upset when Kepler, like, their contract runs out. As much as, like, I obviously want them to stay together as a group. I also want them to escape Wake One, but that's just me. Uh, Back to the City has the city pop vibe that I am always drawn to. Like, give me a little city pop beat, and I'm like, oh, there she is. It's my favorite song. Mm -hmm. uh, I, just, <laughs> I just love it. It's just so feel good bright it suits them so well i love it it 10 out of 10 b-side for me next is flip it by idol also a shocker i know <laughs> the way i like i was sitting there with my jaw dropped when i first heard this song because i was just like i'm sorry what like to me this song is like if if Idol did a Blackpink song in the best way possible, it's just so good. I freaking love it. Um, 
if I ever hear this live, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. Next is Next Page by Ive. This is one of the B-sides on I Have uh, that I really, really liked. I feel like even though I had a new favorite B-side from this album, like every time, Next Page was always that girl that I mm-hmm. would always go back to. Uh, somehow accidentally put it on my like f- my favorite playlist twice and... I just Whoops. listen to it all the time. I, oopsie. Uh, it's just really good. I, I have no idea why, but anytime I listen to it, I immediately am like, what song is that again? Oh, yeah. Next page. That There she is. Mm-hmm. It just always stands out to me. Next is Voyage by Kim Sejong. And this is that like Irishy pop mm-hmm. song that I told you about that I really like. And even... My husband also really likes the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the only song that he's actually like come out and been like, oh, yeah, I actually really like that one song by the girl from Business Proposal. I'm like, yeah, even get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. It's just, again, a very feel good song. It's something very different uh, that you normally hear in K-pop and... It just gives me, like, good feeling every time. Next is Got the Thrills by Twice. I just love this song so much. I love that one so much. (laughs) I love it. It's just so good. Uh, I don't know. Again, it just makes me feel so good. That's what I just, like, I love about B-sides is, Mm -hmm. like, they can sometimes just be, like, really cute, feel good. Mm Mm-hmm you know songs um yeah got the thrills love it it's from set me free which i do really like that album a lot but got the thrills it's just that girl next is damien from Dreamcatcher's bon voyage or i don't think the album's called that but i can't remember what the album's called <laughs> but it's on the album from bon voyage anyway uh, Damien was such a dark, good song from Dreamcatcher. I also really love the lyrics and the meaning and just like obsessed about this song when it came out. And they did a really good uh, performance video for this song as well. And <sighs> Dreamcatcher, you did not need to pop off that hard. I'm just saying. Uh I don't know. Loved loved the song so much. Next is Crescendo by Monster X, which I know <laughs> we we already talked about. You listened to it so much that you've made yourself sick of the song. And I'm so sorry. Uh it, that didn't happen for me. <laughs> I but I also know it. why. Like yeah. you you had it like you heard it like like on the CD in your car, like so, so, so much. I feel like I backed off at the appropriate time, and so I still love it, if that makes sense. I mean, I still love Crescendo. I just didn't put, like, it was on my top 10 B-sides for a while. I know. But then, like, I'd get this urge to skip it every time it came on. I know. I, I have songs so. like that, too, where I, I literally listened to them until I didn't like them anymore, and it just happens. Yeah. Um. 
I have that for title tracks sometimes where I hear it so much. I'm like, never mind. Please stop. <laughs> yeah. You have this urge to skip it because you've heard it so much. It doesn't make you like it any less. It's just that it's like. You just need like a break. Yeah. It kind of reminds yeah. you of like when you listen to the radio and they overplay the same five songs over and over and over again. Exactly. But I really like Crescendo. It was a standout from that album, uh, Beautiful Liar. The, your your man Hyungwon did not need to go that hard. I still have that very vivid memory of like when we were stuck in traffic and Spotify was like not working. Like Spotify right. and like YouTube music. There was like something going on where like it just wasn't working. And we were like, wait, we just went to the K-pop store. We have CDs. So we popped in Beautiful Liar and we were listening to Crescendo and we were just like, who is the deep voice person? And that's when we realized it's Hyunwon. And we were just, we were like jaw dropped we just died in utter in the shock. Car, like, yeah. we were like, stop, play it again. What was that? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Next is Ives Kitsch, which was super high on my mm-hmm. Spotify wrapped for a reason because I listened to it the shit out of it. Again, super catchy, super feel good. I love singing along to this song. It's a 10 out of 10. Next is Devil by the Window by TXT. Because again, that album was just so good. We did a whole review of it. Mm -hmm. This song was so freaking good. Devil by the Window got me from the beginning. And it still gets me now. And last but not least is Autopilot by Purple Kiss. Mm -hmm. I talked about this being like one of my favorite B-sides from when it came out. And every time it comes up, I'm like, oh, yes, this song, this song, this song. I don't know if they played it on tour, but if they did, I'm pissed I missed it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pissed. So, yeah. And that is my top 10 B-sides. Not a single one was a shock. I know. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm very predictable. You're okay. It happens. Um, mine might be a little bit shocking or not. At I'm all. ready. I don't know. Okay. Number one for me is Drowning by Woods. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I won. This whole album was really good and it hurt my soul to not put it on the top 10 albums mm. um, because I like some other ones that are a bit more like, like there are two albums that I like didn't put on there. Which one was Reels by Kong Daniel and then this one, Uli mm. by Woods. They would have been like 11, 12 gotcha. for me. Um, but Drowning, I heard this song live and like mm. it just, oh my God, I scream sing this song in the car every time it comes on. Ooh, okay. Because it's just like, there's just something about it that's just so good. And like when it played at the concert, like. Oh, my God. Like, the whole audience was just, like, scream singing this song. I love that. Like, I feel like sometimes with B-sides, like, songs you didn't really, didn't really stand out to you a lot do Mm -hmm. when you hear them in person. That's very true. I've definitely had songs like that. Yeah. And I think that happened a couple of times with some of the songs that ended up on this list for me. Drowning is definitely one of them. Um, my next one is, uh, Either Way by Ive. 
Ah, nice. I love this song. It's a good song. It's so good. I know it was a pre-release single and all that stuff, but it was technically a B-side on their album, yeah. I've Mine. So I freaking love this song so much. I thought it was so good. It stood out so much. I liked it way more than I liked the title track, personally. Hmm. Um, But I've just, like, had me in a chokehold with this song. I was like, I can't let it go because it was mm-hmm. so good. Like, I was so shocked by how much I liked it, to be honest. I know, yeah, because I've not exactly, like, not that you don't like them. It's just not a group that you normally listen yeah. to on the regular. I think feel like they are now. Like, they've kind of become that mm. way recently mm. with just, like, how much we've talked about them. And then we got to see them, like, mm-hmm. at KCON and everything. And then, like, this song was just, like, so good. Um and okay, so the next one, this is the other song that I wasn't, <laughs> I hadn't actually listened to it until we went to KCON. Mm. And then I heard it and I was like, what the hell have I been doing? This is legit one of the best songs I've ever heard, which is Guando by Taeyong from NCT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's off of his album, Shalala. I didn't like the title track very much, personally. Like, it just wasn't really my vibe. But, dude, when he sang this song, I was dying. I was like, this is, like, the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it was so good. Like, because, like, there's just something about, like, a rapper who, like, you only hear ever really doing rapping. Just, like, go hard on the vocals. And they're such an incredible singer. And I personally think that Taeyong is an incredible singer. And, like, his vocals on this particular song are so good. Like, I kept listening and re-listening and re-listening to this song a lot. Um, especially after KCON. So, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a true top ten list without putting it on there. In my personal Amazing. opinion. Um, my next song is Tropical Light by Kepler. <laughs> Ooh. I love this song. It was so good. Yeah. I really like Kepler a lot. And I think that Magic Hour was really the album that like stuck out the most for me. Because I thought Galileo, which was their um, their title track on this, was really good. But like Tropical mm-hmm. Light, I don't know what it was. Because we talked about mm-hmm. it before, right? I was like, this song is so good, and I don't know why I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> it was one of the unit songs that came out. So mm-hmm. I was on the album, but I loved it. Um, okay, my next song is Aurora by One We, mm-hmm. which was off of Gravity. Um, I love this song. It's probably my favorite song that they've ever put out. Um, I could listen to it forever. Um, One We is such an incredible group. Um, it sucks that like they don't put out a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, also sucks that not enough people know about them. <laughs> so I highly recommend Aurora. It's really good. This whole album, Gravity, is also really good, but a lot of their other stuff is phenomenal too. Okay. So hear me <laughs> out on this next one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... Every time this song comes on, I just start laughing, which is why I love it so much. Okay. Okay. So this isn't a song by Icon. Okay. Off of their new album, You, right? So on the album, each of the members had like a solo song. Okay. This song is called Fighting and it's by, it's Song 
song, his solo song. This mm-hmm. is a freaking trot song, and it, I love it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have oh, yeah. to listen to it because it cracks me up every single time I turn it on. Like, it comes Amazing. on, and I just, like, I jam so hard in the car, and I'm just laughing the whole time. Amazing. It's like when Minhyuk did that one song. Yes, exactly. On Monster X. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's freaking amazing. I it's loved, just I like I love that. those songs. Like, I don't know if there's, like, a video or a performance of him, like, doing this song. I, like, I don't know. But <gasps> I, I hope so. I freaking love this song. Ooh, like, okay. It's so good. I was stuck between two songs by Icon, like by two of the mm-hmm. members that were on there, because there was one that was like very sexy, really good, but this one just cracked me up every single time. Love it. And I was like, I'm putting this one because it's so funny. <laughs> no, you have to listen to it. I'm telling you, like after this is over, please listen to this song. Okay. It's really good. Um, and then switching to something a little bit more serious, which would be, um, <clears throat> I picked Voice, which is by Jew Honey, which is one of his, the B-sides off of his solo album, Lights. Mm. Um, I was just, like, listening to albums in the car, like, trying to decide, like, what to keep, what to take off, what to change to a different list. And Voice really stuck out like stuck out to me for off of this album i thought it was really good it's like kind of this beautiful mix between his rapping ability and also his honey vocals that he possesses um but it's just filled with like a lot of power and it's probably one of the more like for me it was one of the more standout songs on the album Mm. um so i loved it and i was very proud of him um my next song is Monster by Seventeen, which is off of Seventeenth Heaven. It's the hip hop unit song. Oh yeah, yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> was not prepared for this one mm-hmm. at all. Like it's definitely one of my top songs off of the album. Like it, it was really hard not to like put all of Seventeenth Heaven just like separated throughout this whole list. But personally, I think that Monster stood out as a insanely good B-side off of this. I think it's one of the better. It's still not my favorite hip-hop unit song. Nothing will ever take trauma (laughs) or or chilly away from me. Like, because I love... There's specific songs that the hip-hop unit does that I, like, live for. Um, But this is definitely high in the ranking with this one. Um, if we were talking about performances, it'd be fire all day long, just based off of the outfit that Wanu wears. Right. Oh my god, I love fire. <laughs> yeah, but I thought Monster was really, really good. Like I would die to see this in person. Like it would be so good. Um. Okay, my second to last song is Nauseous off of Duel by The Rose. Oh, okay. Um, this was one of the songs that they performed on tour. And I was going back and forth between a couple of their B-sides because obviously, like, their title track tracks were, like, incredible. Um, but this one stood out so much, and I really liked it a lot. It was one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones off of this, especially after the concert. I thought, like, I don't know. It was just really, really good. Um, I thought the vocals on it were super good. They did such a good job. I need a music video. Thank you. And then the very last B-side for me is Your World by Mark Twan. Aww. I love this one. It was a pre-release single that came out, but then it was a B-side on Fallen. 
Um, the music video for this one was so adorable. And like, I really like, like it when Mark sings, like his vocals are so good. And like when he's in God seven, like he doesn't really get that opportunity. So it's so much fun. Like, like God seven is group is so incredibly talented. Right. But then when like they separate and do their own thing, like now we're getting, you know, vocal Bam Bam and vocal Jackson. And then like Mark is also putting his vocals out in the world. And I love this song. It's so good. He did such a good job with it. It was very fun. The music video was really sweet and it was beautiful and all that nonsense. But yeah, loved it. Okay. Um, I don't know what you have next. Do you have Japanese tracks or do you have singles? I have singles. Okay. So let's do top 10 singles or single albums. Okay. Go. I have This Love by Hyolin featuring Paul Blanco. Oh. I love the song. I thought it would be way higher on my Spotify rap because I listened to this nonstop when it came out over and over and over again. I love this song so much. Probably I I probably also listened to it more off spot Spotify as well. Mm-hmm. Just because I was obsessed with the dance challenges because the way she did the dance challenge was she would do the actual choreo but then she would let the guest choose a move for a particular line and then she would copy that move. And it just made the challenge a lot of fun to watch because it made every challenge feel different. Um, But this was such a sweet song. I obviously love Hyolin. Y'all know if you ever listen to this podcast. (laughs) So I love this song. Next is Lights Out by Sunmi featuring Beo. It was a random single that she dropped. It was like out of nowhere, just like, here you go. Here's a little single I did. I really like it. Obviously, Love Sun Me. It was one of those random songs that just would always sneak into a playlist or it would always sneak into um, like where a playlist would end and it would pop up. It just always seemed to sneak up, and I would listen to it every time because it's such a good song. Next is I Am Not a Doll by Yunjin, which obviously we've talked about this song yep. a lot. Uh, love Yunjin as a soloist. She's just amazing. Her her songs are heavily featured on this list. Oops. Uh, <laughs> next is my number one song from this year on Spotify, and that is Moonlight Sunrise by Twice. Oh, my God. I love that song. I'm, I'm technically putting it on under singles because they dropped it as an English single. Yes. So I think it counts. Uh, <laughs> even though it kind of was also could be technically a pre-release, it's whatever. It's a single. It was fantastic. Obsessed with this. Twice killed it. it. It was like the perfect English single for them to drop because it was the essence of Twice without feeling like it was a song that was just rewritten in English, if that makes sense. like Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just worked super, super well for them. Next is MBTI by Alexa and Just B. 
I loved this song. <laughs> it's just such a feel good, like feel good, happy, like cute song. And I loved seeing these two collab and I had never heard anything by Just B. So this was my first experience by Just B. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about on that episode, their regular music is very different to what this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so different. <laughs> so, I, so I had a very interesting, like, impression going into that episode. Yeah. Um, but I loved their vocals on this. And Alexa, I obviously love her. Mm -hmm. So this was a lot of fun. Next is Better Things by Espa. This was released as a single, so I'm technically counting it. Okay. Uh, it, it was like... I don't know, like sometimes they've been doing this lately where it's not technically a pre-release single, but it's like a single they release a month before their actual EP comes out. It's like a weird thing because they're doing like pre-release singles, but then also singles, but then they're also included on the album, which is the same thing for yeah. like, like either way. Like you could take it as either a single or as exactly like a B-side, so... Exactly. So I really wanted to talk about it. So I put it on this list. <laughs> um, so Better Things, it, it's like that very like vibey, mm -hmm. summery, cool song. And it just, it was super catchy. To me, it was like the chill summer bop yeah. for me. Uh, and I liked it a lot. Next is Love You Twice by Yunjin. Again, I just, I love her lyrics. I love her solo songs. Mm -hmm. I love that she's just dropping these so casually as well mm -hmm. as if they're not like songs of the year. Like what the frick? <laughs> I know, right? She's like, oops, here you go. A little single. I just, a little thing I just did. And you're like, the song's incredible. What the hell? I know, right? And I'm really excited. She did perform some of her songs. I forget what festival it was, but I can't wait for her to possibly drop like her own album eventually because yeah. i know it's gonna be amazing love you twice oh it's just so sweet it's such a sweet song next is lovely by akmu i think this is technically like a single album but lovely was lovely by akmu was great some people were like crapping all over it because they were like oh it's just like it's just a viral poppy like catchy song yeah what about it <laughs> it's great it's fun it's playful it's akmu i don't know it's good <laughs> like yes akmu can do the like emotional ballady like fantastic vocals songs and i love those too but this was just a bit of fun For real. and i love it uh, next is the third song by Yunjin. Jeez. <laughs> and that's Blessing in Disguise. Listen, it's not I, my fault. She's putting out banger singles. <laughs> look, I'm not going to fight you on this. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Blessing in Disguise was super different mm -hmm. than I Am Not a Doll and Love You Twice, but it was really experimental in its sound. And I really enjoy it. Every time it comes on, I'm like, what the hell song is this? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this song. This is great. It just has like a weird start to it. Yeah. And it like throws me off every time. But 
in a good way. Like it makes me pay attention for sure. And last but not least is Gods by New Jeans. And this is the League of Legends song that they did. Best song they've ever done, in my opinion. (laughs) Is it anything like their normal style of music? No. Okay. But I love it. Like to me, this shows off their vocals so well. Mm-hmm. It's such it's much more powerful than their normal music. Um, I feel like obviously their music suits them super well. It's very delicate, cute, breathy. But with gods, they just pop off with right. their vocals. The song is very powerful. It's very strong. And I think it's great when a group just does something completely different for a single like this because you Mm -hmm. get to see uh, their versatility. And I really like the song. It's very, very good. The background vocals in this, everything about it is just a insane song. It's one of those songs you need to listen to, like, blasted in your car Mm -hmm. because it, it just fills the car with incredible sounds it's amazing and that is my top 10 singles your turn okay um we're gonna start off strong with number one best single album that was released this entire year and i will not i will fight anyone who says anything different it will always be second wind by bss (laughs) oh hell yeah hell yeah because the way that fighting just like held the entire k-pop universe in its hand is everything like we talked so much about their performances um in at the end of the year performances like at the award shows the way that like obviously dk uh hoshi and sungkwan are the only three people in the world that could get everybody up on their feet after eight hours of a like award show for real um, but I love this. All of the songs on this single album are so good. There's three songs on it, obviously fighting. And then, uh, 7 PM, I was crying. Like they did such a good job with it. It was very beautiful. The feature that they had on it, his vocals were insane. Um, I forget what the last song is. Where are you? No, this one. It is Lunch. <laughs> Which yeah. I love. It's very good. Like, it's just all around just such a phenomenal album. And I think they did such a great job with it. This will not be the last time you hear me talk about fighting. So don't worry. Ooh. Okay. It'll come up again. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, next for me is Cherry Blossom and Drowning, which were by Bobby <gasps> from oh. Icon. I loved those songs. Right? Like, I was obsessed with Cherry Blossom. <laughs> like, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, is it possible just to have your whole personality completely consumed by a song? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, that's the thing is, like, it's so funny because I think Bobby is incredibly talented um, in many different ways. So it was really funny, like, when I listened to these two songs and, like, he's just smothering us with his insane vocal ability and i thought like going into his solo album robert was gonna be like 
similar to this? Absolutely not. No, completely (laughs) different. Different. (laughs) Um, which which is which is cool, right? Yeah, totally. Because it just means that he's just like he's so talented that he can he can you know carry a vocal song, but also just like hit you with some serious raw like rapping that's just like all up in your face. So I'm here for it. But Cherry Blossom and Drowning was like so unexpected and just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, next for me is Psycho by June from Seventeen. Um, this guy has been wrecking me all year long, <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Um, and when he came out with this song, it was so good because it like mixed Korean and Mandarin together in the song, and then also like there was some English in there and. I don't know when June became a sex symbol, but chill, bro. The music video was so good. And like, I don't know what it is. June is top bias record right now in 17. Like he is just coming hard for me and I need him to back off a little Mm -hmm. bit. Not a lot, just like a tiny bit. Let me breathe, bro. Um, next is Elevator by Becco. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Remember like, we were watching this, the music video, we were like, what the? <laughs> dude. This is what happens. Expect nothing less from Becco. Dude, when you just let Becco off the, like, group leash, he is just, like, too much. Oh, Too much. Have you heard his new single with the girl from, or do you think it's G1 from From His Nine? Yes. Good. It's so good. Different right. from Elevator for sure. Different, yeah, yeah. But um, but damn. Yeah. Um, I'm so scared for when he releases a full album. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna survive another full album. I don't know if I'll survive. Oh. I barely survived the first EP he put out. I was like, bro, <laughs> relax. Um, the thing that got me about Elevator, like one elevator is really good, but I was dying over like some of the promotions he was doing where he like the elevator would open and he'd just be dancing. And mm-hmm. like some idols like got into it like DK and then there was Wanu who was standing there and he was like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> he was like, he's like, what? He's like, I'm just trying to go to work, guys. Like, why is somebody dancing? I love it. It was so good. Um, next is, I think, the only song that you and I overlap on, which is I Am Not an I, uh, I Am Not a Doll by Eugene. Oh, wow. I like this song. Oh, yeah. I love it so much. She did such a good job with it. Like, I, because she's from La Seraphim, right? Yes. Um, La Seraphim isn't particularly, like in my taste of music that I like to listen to, but my God, every single that this girl releases is like, like fits exactly like the Mm -hmm. type of music that I listen to, particularly this one. I became so obsessed with this song the first time I listened to it. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm still listening to it to this day. So it's very, very good. Um, next is screen time featuring Hoshi by Epic high. (laughs) Um, I really like this song. Like, I thought Hoshi was perfect to feature on this because he has such incredible vocals. Um, also, I just love Epic High. So, they're the only group that could get away with making a light stick that's literally a middle finger flipping you off. 
Um, also on a side note, if you get this, please don't take this light stick to other people's concerts because it would be real awkward. <laughs> yeah, because they probably wouldn't know. They They're like, like, what is this? Why are they flipping me off? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but screen time was so good. The music video was really well done. Um, I was dying that like Epic High doesn't normally do promotions. Mm-hmm. But they like, they're like, we have to. So they ended up doing promotions with Hoshi. Like they did um, the band, the live band one and like a couple other shows. Um, I just love that the live band was re- clearly recorded. Like screen time with Hoshi was clearly recorded the same day that uh, God of Music was done. Because the pictures that like Epic High was taking with Seventeen and then vice versa. It was so funny. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. Um, okay. Next is Good Enough by Chenyeol from EXO. Um, I really like this song a lot. It made me very emotional, to be honest. Um, I thought it was beautifully done. I love that it featured some of the other menu- the other members in it. Like, I think Baekhyun, Dio, and uh, Suo were all featured in it. Like, they just showed up in the song. Um, right. In the music video. Um, but he's got such an incredible voice and I really, really like this song a lot. So I thought he did a tremendous job with it. Um, next is Wave in My Heart featuring, I think it's Hyunwei by Jinjin from Astro. Ooh. Um, it was a solo song that he put out. I thought it was beautiful. His vocals are very good. He had some really great rapping. Her feature was really good. Like their vote, their voices sounded really great together. Um. It was just lovely to hear a song from Jinjin because it's been a while. Um, I think the last thing he put out was when he did the like subunit with Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I did just see him. He did. They did the EXO first snow challenge. Him Aww. and Sana did it together. There was this like he had the biggest smile on his face while he was dancing. I was like I was grinning like an idiot, like just watching Aww. it because his smile was so big. Oh, I miss them. I miss them very much. Um, but highly recommend this song if you haven't heard it. It's really good. Um, okay. And the next song for me was kind of a surprise that I, like, I don't normally listen to this artist, but I really like this one, which is So I Danced by DPR Ian. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really like this one. I thought he did a great job with it. Um, it was very different and interesting um, because it's something that I don't typically listen to. Um, but it makes me want to listen to more of his music. So yeah, I thought it was just really good. Um, and then my last song is "Wait" by Dino from Seventeen. Aww, I loved it. Dino's so incredibly talented. He's the maknae of the group. Like he puts up with so much, and I'm so glad that he finally got to have like a solo song because he's so talented, and it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um. I love that it was spoiled that he was releasing something because it was just really funny how it happened. Um, but I'm excited to hear more from him. I'm loving that like 17 and each of the individual members are kind of going through and like releasing their own solo stuff, which I love. Um, and I would love to see more of that happen over time, um, especially I think we might see it more when 17 starts to do their service time. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll get like a dual subunit album with June and the eight because they don't, they're not going to be serving because they're from China. 
Right. So that'd be cool. Maybe they'll do something together. It'd be crazy good. And then Vernon, she needs to put out some more music. I'm just saying. Ooh, yeah. Vernon and Joshua should do something together. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for me Sweet. for singles and solos. All that stuff. So next is Japanese tracks or albums. Um, yeah. I don't I have 10. I don't know if you have 10. I was able to find 10 that I really liked. I did eight. That works. But like low key, it's like three artists. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. You're fine. So mine will go real quick. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so <clears throat> we have one, two, three, four, five songs from one or one artist. Oh, and my you're God. all going to be shocked. <laughs> you're all going to be shocked. It's XG Shooting Star. Oh. XG Left Right. <laughs> XG Girl Gang. Oh my God. XG New Dance. <laughs> and XG Puppet Show. Were these all like individual songs that they put out at a time? Like they they literally had like promotion and comebacks for that's what I told you when like they kept releasing like single after single after single, that's and then right. they finally put them all under an album. Yeah. So there's like full promotion music video performance videos like everything about that for each of these songs and they're all fantastic oh i'm sure (laughs) they're all amazing uh shooting star and left right and girl gang are probably like top tier like never skip songs for me like the essence of shooting star and left right like the whole like space y2k vibe and then we went hard into fantasy sci-fi with girl gang and then new dance is just like this vibey chill like let's hang out and dance with my girls kind of a song (laughs) and then puppet show also leans into that like sci-fi like element like the music videos for these next level like i can't wait to talk about xg just so like you can see how insane they pop off for these music videos it's ridiculous okay Okay. it's truly like like especially like girl gang and puppet show you're like i'm sorry did they just happen to be filming a sci-fi movie and we're like quick let's have xg just film a music video (laughs) real quick because like the sets the cgi like everything about it i'm like god damn oh my goodness (laughs) you just went off uh, next is Misamo, and they had Marshmallow as their pre-release, which was freaking amazing. Their deep-ass voices. I've never been so shocked to hear Momo and Sana's deep-ass voices in my life because they never get to use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're always pushed into a much higher range, yeah. and it is what it is. They sound good, but when they go into the deep the deeper range like it does something to me (laughs) yes it's amazing marshmallow i think was more of my favorite but their title track do not touch was also very very good it's basically a song about consent 
And I love that. We love that here. Consent always. Mm-hmm. But also their album was called Masterpiece. So they leaned into the whole like art, do not touch, like that kind of thing. Like basically like they were works of art. You do do not touch. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And we love that. Uh, and then last but not least was Itzy's Ringo. I loved this album. Great album from uh, from Itzy. Itzy does Japanese uh, albums really, really well. And I've talked about Sugarholic, their B-side, as being one of my favorites. Super cute, super sweet. Ringo was just like high energy. Mm-hmm. Just, just, like... Like, you got to, like, be prepared to listen to that song because it's just like, ring a ring ring Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's just super high energy. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, those were my technically top eight <laughs> Japanese songs this year. Nice. Yeah. Your turn. Okay. Um, For me, we start off strong with Always Yours by Seventeen. Um, mm. because in my personal opinion, no one does Japanese songs like 17. Fair enough. Like their Japanese songs are so good. This was like a compilation album where they basically took all of their Japanese songs and put them all on one album. Right. And there's like a lot. I think there was like 20 songs or something on this album. It was a lot. <laughs> because it was every Japanese single or single album that they released as well as like japanese versions of all of their other songs like love letter healing oh my smile flower pinwheel Mm. chili i love chili (laughs) um but anyway 17 i love this album it's super good um highly recommend especially um the title track for it was really good um I don't know what it is in English, so if anybody oh, does, okay. let me know. Um, next, I have Social Path by Stray Kids. So the whole album was really good. So on this uh, Japanese album, they had Social Path, which was their um, title track for it, um, featured Lisa, which is so, she was insane and super good. And Social Path was so good. I freaking love that, like, Lino gets so upset about how he always ends up with these big, like, English verses on songs. And they were like, it'll be fine. And then they gave him the biggest one on <laughs> Social Path, which I thought was I fun. guess that's how you learned. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was also a Japanese version of Super Bowl on here. Still Ooh, insane. Okay. The music video for Super Bowl Japanese version was literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Um, but the song I think I like the most besides Social Path is Butterflies, which was a original song that they did mm. for this album. It was really beautiful. Um, still trying to get my hand. Like, I still really want to buy this album, but, like, Japanese albums are so much more expensive than any oh, other they really are. ones. But the photo cards, I want them so bad. <laughs> Aww. The photo cards for this album were so good. Anyways, moving on. Um, Kong Daniel released a Japanese album, like, I think, like, either the end of last month or sometime this month, called, I think it's called Rebel, because it's R-E, the number eight, and then E-L. 
Okay. So makes sense. I don't know if it's supposed to be Rebel or something else, but I listened to it. It was so good. Mm. Like, it's four songs. It's Worst Day Ever, Rebel, and then there's a Japanese versions of Supernova and SOS off of Reels. Uh, yeah, Reels from his album that he just released. It's so good. Kong Daniel is just incredible. He's so freaking talented. Um, so, yeah. Big fan. Uh, in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> um, my next one is, I don't, I do not know what the title of this album is in English. But okay. it's the one that Chen from EXO released. Oh, okay. Um, It is so good. It was so beautiful. Chen has like such incredible vocals. Like... It's so impressive every single time, and his Japanese album was on a different level. It was gorgeous. Mm. So, highly recommend. Please listen to it. It's really, really good. Um, and then I've, I've listened to a few songs by this group, and I don't think I talk about them at all. They're kind of a newer group, but they they released a Japanese album, and I thought it was really great. I actually liked... Um, the Korean version of the song too. Um, the album is called Bubbling, and the group is called Aimers. Oh, okay. I don't think I've really talked about them. I think I've talked maybe mm-hmm. like once or twice in the past with like a song of theirs, but they came out with a Japanese album, and it was really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I was listening to it, and I was like, I freaking love this. <laughs> so highly recommend Amers is actually incredibly talented. They haven't been debuted for very long. Um, but highly recommend checking them out. They're really good. Um, next is the Japanese version of Love Effect by ONF. Loved it. Love this song in English, not in English, in Korean. Um, but also the Japanese version was incredible. This was low-key my cheat way of making sure that they ended up on this list some way. <laughs> Oh, okay. Because I like this song, but like I liked other ones more, but I also really like the Japanese ones. I was like, hell, I can put this on here. There you go. So big fan. Um, Next, I have Dilly Dally by Cravity. Um, I think this album came out this month or like towards the end of last month. It was so good. Like I had other stuff in its place, but I was like, nah, we're going to have to decide between this one and something else. And I listened to Dilly Dally and I was like, hell no, this is going on here. (laughs) I was like, this is so good. So highly recommend. Gravity is really good. I don't talk about them enough. Um, I also don't listen to them enough, but I really enjoyed their Japanese album. Their title track, Dilly Dally, was really good. So highly recommend. Um, they also had a Christmas song on there called Christmas Tide. <laughs> it was also really good. Ooh. Um, okay, next I have uh, First Howling We by Anteem. So they're a Japanese oh, yeah. group, so literally any of their albums will work on this. <laughs> right. Um, but I really like this one. I thought they did a great job. They're a really great group. I, don't talk, I definitely don't talk about them enough. Um, but they're very talented. They're another group that's under Hybe. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the Japanese group that's under Hive, and they're incredible. They're very, very talented. Um, I think I talked about them a little bit last year and possibly the year before. So, um, and then last but not least, I have Pado by Pentagon. 
Um, oh, yeah. Pentagon doesn't get to release much music, which is highly upsetting always. Yes. But for some reason, they can release tons of Japanese albums. So I will literally take anything Pentagon releases. But this album is really great. Um, they did a great job with it. Pentagon is also really good at, like, all their Japanese songs are always really good. So, highly recommend. Big fan. Like, there's never enough Pentagon in the world, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. that's all I have to say about that. Okay, guys, we're getting so close to wrapping up. Not really, Woo! but we're getting there. Okay, next we have music videos. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> oh no. Sorry. <laughs> uh first I have Bon Voyage by Dreamcatcher. Because I'm obsessed. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. I love this is like the best music video Dreamcatcher has put out, in my opinion, in terms of like quality, uh, budget. Like they just popped off and like it it made me cry it moved me to absolute tears like <laughs> it's just it's good it's so good it, it's an emotional build yeah in the song um the choreo is really good i just loved the styling and the looks for everyone like it was literally impossible to pick whose photo cards i wanted for this comeback because i wanted them all like oh my god <laughs> Like, that's kind of the fun part about collecting with Dreamcatcher for me is I don't really have a set bias yet. So I kind of just, like, get whoever's photo cards I want that are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep changing my bias in Dreamcatcher. Oh so it's just kind of fun. <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, ooh, th- like, uh, Sua has rainbow hair in this one. I want that one. <laughs> so that's the one I got. I understand. Uh, I understand. Yeah. The styling was just, like, super fun, super cool. Uh, yeah, everything about it I just loved. Amazing. Uh, next is Cake by Itzy because if there's one thing I love about Itzy, it's their music videos because they always go all out mm-hmm. with the editing, the concept. Like, the, the editing is always the number one thing for me. Mm-hmm. They always get the best editor to do the best transitions and the crazy CGI. Like if you thought uh one young falling out of a plane and landing <laughs> oh my God. was done well. Yeah, but we see Leah literally fall from a ladder and f- splat right onto a car, but then she but then she like pops up and she's like, get you not <laughs> Oh my God. No, but it's uh there's just like a lot of like playful energy in this music video. Like the whole point of the song is life's a piece of cake. So stop like stop worrying life's life's a piece of cake. Yeah. So all these things are like these bad things are happening around them, but it doesn't affect them. Like Leah takes off her sweater and it creates static electricity, which then connects to the lights that then start sparking like behind them, but it's fine because it looks pretty like when they're dancing, <laughs> stupid things like that, but it's amazing. I love it. Um, it's these music videos are always just a ton of fun and never miss 
in terms of the quality. Next is Queen Card by Idol. Yeah. Are you all shocked I haven't mentioned uh, this yet? <laughs> no, I I love Queen Card. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, but I really like the music video. I really like that they just leaned into the Y2K, very mean girls, very like, uh, I, even like, what is it? Like Romy's, what is the movie? I, I miss, I, Romy and Michelle's high school some reunion. reunion? Yeah, thank you. I was like, why am I not able to form words? I got you. I got you. Thank you. Um, with like the dance battle scene, I love that we get this whole like storyline going on with Minnie and Mion and Soyeon, and it connects to Allergy. But uh, Queen Card is she's just she's a Queen Card. What can I say? Oh my god! <laughs> Next is Unforgiven. Which I love. It has the whole, it leans into the whole Western thing. But the best part about it is like the, I don't know, the the camera angles, the like the drone shots, the the CGI, like the beautiful set pieces. Like Hybe obviously kills it when it comes to the budget of their music videos. So I really like just how grand this video feels and obviously like they're riding a horse in the middle of the street and it works it just really works for me <laughs> uh but i don't know this video was just really really good i love the concept i love the costumes uh transitions editing everything about it is very 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 good next is killing me good by geo from twice where she came out with her solo song. It was great to see Gio do her thing and absolutely just like do everything so well, sing, dance, perform. Oh she God. did a little bit of she did a little yeah. bit of acting in this. Uh it was really funny to watch the members react to this video because she has like a love interest, right? Because the whole like the whole concept of the video is she's fighting with her boyfriend mm -hmm. and she's like getting irritated and um she's just like upset with him and then eventually she just get like dumps him and's like I I can't do this anymore. Oh my God. I'm done. <laughs> and so it was funny to have the members react. They're like, oh, "Who are you texting? Oh my god. Wait, are you fighting? What's going on? Who is this guy? <laughs> oh my god. And like like Sana especially was getting jealous. Like oh she's like, who's god. this guy? Once is not gonna be very happy about this guy being the music video. What's going on? Ew, good, you dumped him. Great. Get it, get him out of here. <laughs> it was just hilarious. And then like some of the members were like, Ooh, who's that? <laughs> oh it was just god. a lot of fun. But Gio looked fantastic in this she absolutely ate the choreo like her outfits were stunning i think my favorite outfit is the jean jumpsuit that she wears where it's literally like it looks like jeans from like up here uh -huh. all the way down she looks stunning oh my god and like she's got that like wet hair look girl just just popped off with that it's real good Next is Chico Malo by Mamamoo Plus. Love this music video. It's they're dressed up in like traditional 
outfits, but the best part is that like Solar is dressed up in a very like traditional handbook, like for you know a woman, and then Moonbeal is wearing like King's outfit, mm-hmm. like a King's attire, um, or something that typically a male would wear, and I love that for her. And then they do this whole like play acting performance type thing for the music video and it just suits the song so well because the song is super dramatic and therefore it suits the dramatic tone of them acting this out and singing and the song is chico malo which is like like you're a bad guy but they're acting as if they're fighting as a couple and they just really know their fans (laughs) let's just say (laughs) yeah I still have the photos from the concept photos on my phone. You know, like the little widgets where you can do the little tiny pictures on your mm-hmm. your phone. Uh, I still have the concept photos from that on my phone because I refuse to take them away. <laughs> oh, my God. Because they're like my it's like my favorite concept photos from the year. Honestly, like out of everything. Yeah. Next is Stamp On It by Got The Beat. I really like this song. Again, like I mentioned before, am I going to be mad that they've put together all my favorite girlies into one group and like have them sing together? Like, of course I'm going to like it. What the frick? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're going to hate it immediately. Like, I'm sorry. I have Taeyeon, Wendy, Winter, Sogi, like... Girl, of course I'm gonna love it. I know, right? <laughs> of course I'm gonna love it. So seeing them all looking like badass as hell and like styled beautifully mm-hmm. and singing together, I I'm just rewatching this video just to look at them. Oh like God. they're just they're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Wendy, Wendy in particular, gotta have a talk, Wendy. You gotta have a talk Do we? about Do we? your abs and your short hair. Oh my God. Because you look so cool. Um, Yeah, I I really like this video. Next is Fighting by Bosok Soon and Yeonji. Oh, yes. Because if there's one thing I love about a music video, it's when they do like the, like a play musical set design concept. Yeah. Like Chico Malo. I freaking love it. It's the the concept of the video was so much fun. It fit the song so well. Having Yunji be the feature was amazing. And then the song itself being incredible. Duh. <laughs> like, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh I love that they lean into this whole like gotta work and get on that grind like keep going fighting like everyone's dressed in suits we're we're you know it's like a workplace Uh musical number i love it (laughs) it just works super super well next is karma by pixie for me i love this song but also the music videos is really cool because i really love their outfits I really love the colors, the, like, it's still pixie in that it's scary, but it's not nearly as scary as some of their other music videos have been, but it's, like, more cool, um, 
they're leaning into like the whole you know flip a coin theme uh i don't know they just they did a really good job with this music video and i feel like i don't talk about this album nearly as much as i should Mm -hmm. because it's very very good and everyone should go listen to it next last but not least is ggbb by mamamoo plus uh it's just a whole ball of fun and Moonbeal and Solar are being goofy and playful and I I love how them as a duo, their thing is just being like it's like a over dramatic goofy duo, but they try like completely different genres every time. But it just works for them because they bounce off of each other so well and they have such a good working chemistry that they're they're able to like just play it so well. Like it just works so, so, so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song was a lot of fun and the styling was really fun. The editing, um, I watched a lot of the behind the scenes of filming this music video because it was just a lot of fun and it was cool to see them like they're like all right we're just gonna do it in one take ready we're gonna do it in one take and then they try to do it in one take they're like we didn't do it in one take we're gonna try it one more time (laughs) it was just a lot of fun uh and the choreo is really cool and i don't know it's great all right that's it your turn (laughs) okay so we're gonna start out strong with "Bouncy" by ATs. Oh yes! Like the way that we were just obsessed with this song, and still, like the music video was so good for it because it was this very like dystopian cowboy theme thing going on. Yep, Mingy looks so hot. I'm just gonna put it out there. Oh, one thousand percent. Um, but. Oh my god. Currently, currently with ATs, the person that's got me like in a like just wrecking me so hard is Yuno. Oh Yuno and okay. Hong Jun. Hong Jun always wrecks me. But Yuno, like holy shit. Yeah. I, I don't I don't blame you. No, I don't I blame you at all. It started with this album, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, but bouncy is so good. Like, it's one of the few, like, it, as soon as it comes on, we're like, you know, the... the <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're always over here with the choreo, like, immediately. It's so catchy. Everybody was participating in this dance challenge. Like, ATs is... Every music video they've ever put out is high quality. It's very well done. The cinematography is always really good. 100%. Um... Like, the storytelling aspects of everything that they do is just so incredible. Like, I haven't been caught up on the, like, the storyline going on right? with ATs. I really need to take some time to, like, check out how it's changed with these last two albums. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'll get around to it eventually. <laughs> um, next is Seven by, um, hey. by Jungkook. So, yeah. I personally loved this music video. Like, I love that you and I spent a lot of time, like, digging into and really breaking down, like, the story that this music video was telling. 
I thought it was really good. I was having a moment when I was on the Universal backlot on Saturday because that was clear that they filmed it at Universal Studios. That's right. That's right. Like this one and 3D, they filmed them both there. And I was just Mm -hmm. like... I was, like, taking random pictures of shit that had no business being taken pictures of because I was like, Jungkook was over here. You're like, oh, my God, it's a street. It's a street from the music video. <laughs> but anyways, like, I just, I thought this one was really well done. I love the concept of it. I love, um, like, the song is super catchy. It's also the one song that got our friend to, like, like, she was just out of her mind. She was like, he's filthy. Talking about Jungkook, Karen. <laughs> yes. She yeah, she does not listen to K-pop but accidentally did and then decided to listen to the full album mm-hmm. and was this was the song that she it was <laughs> started. Like, she was like, "What?" <laughs> she listened to the explicit version first and she was like, "He is filthy." And we're like, "We know. It's mm-hmm. okay." Um, but overall, I thought this was like one of the best videos that came out this year just on the storytelling aspect because it was insane because we were like, "What is going on in this?" And then when you figure it out, you're like, it's so clever. I also just love Han Sohee. Like, she's Ugh. amazing. She was beautiful in this. Like, she was perfect. And she got way too much hate for being in this. And y'all need to back the heck up. <laughs> All of that was really stupid. Like, just the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Next is Roar by The Boys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think this was oh. more that you and I couldn't get over the perform like the the dance the dance pr- practice video for this. Mm-hmm. Like the choreo for this the song is literally everything. But the mm-hmm. boys are so good. Like I've fallen in love with them since we did like um since we did the episode on them and like the more and more we listen to them like i make sure that i like pay attention to all of their releases because oh yeah i have to <laughs> one day one day boys i will see you in a full concert because the small <laughs> amount that we got of you at um kcon was not enough totally um but roar was so good like they did such a great job with it this whole album be awake was like phenomenal um next is there was no way we could leave this song out on my playlist on my list somewhere sugar rush ride hey (laughs) there it is it was gonna show up eventually but sugar Mm -hmm. rush ride by txt um you and i spent a lot of time like breaking down this album thinking about the concept of it and i thought the music video was done very well it was they were using the filters like no one's business and they had my favorite kind of filter going on so like it looked beautiful they did they did such a good job with this one txt like we said before is literally becoming one of like our ultimate groups totally definitely within the last couple of years this has happened so i'm super proud of them that this music video was really well done it really leaned hard into the peter pan concept with neverland like, yep, they're getting really good at storytelling. Like, TXT has always done storytelling music videos. Like, all of them sort of tell this, like, pretty massive story that they're pushing with. But I thought this one did a really good job leaning into that. Um, Next is La 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 by Stray Kids. Um, Did they need to go this hard on this music video? No. Of course not. Was it necessary? Absolutely. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Um, it was really good. They also had this like sort of like rock punk rock vibe going on, and Lena looked hot as hell. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, he did. Definitely not my bias. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but we got some Felix center stuff going on with like his vocals and then his deep ass voice capturing the girlies and the boys left and right always always um i don't know i like this song a lot i don't know (laughs) the music video was really really good um next is wonder by the rose um this was a video that they released much later after the album had come out, it was released during their tour. Mm. Um, because they did a couple of like fan meetups where they did some live footage filming for this music video. Um, so they really leaned into like that 360 camera fisheye kind of vibe with it. Oh, um, cool. So they had a lot of fans sort of like in a circle with them in the center singing. And so it was a lot of like like 360. That's super cool. Stuff. It was really good. And like also, they, like, busted out the rose flags, and they were in, like, that, um, like, not military, but, like, marching band jackets that we've seen oh, yeah, so yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dolan is trying to, like, or well, Dajun, Dajun was coming and trying to, like, I mean, he's already my bias, but he was, like, trying to claim his spot more. Right. He's like, pay attention. Pay attention. I'm here. And I'm like, chill, bro. We know. I was here for the hat. You didn't wear it at the LA concert. I was very disappointed. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but Wonder by The Rose. Very good. Um, Next, I put Like Crazy by Jimin oh. from BTS. Um, His album Face was really, really good. Um, But I thought the music video, particularly for Like Crazy, was really well done. Um. Like, BTS solo was, like, a whole different, (laughs) it's, like, a whole different thing. Like, it was insane how well done the music video was. Like, he is just breathtaking, like, with his vocals Mm -hmm. and his dancing ability and just, like, his stage presence. It's insane. But this music video was really well done. It's, like, taking the BTS budget and, like, shoving that all into, like, one solo music video. It was insane. <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, Next, I put uh, Balia Comingo by One Us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like this music video very much. I thought the song... The song is really catchy. Um, I was just here for this, like, mermaid concept so hard. Like, (laughs) the moment I saw it, I was like, where do I pre-order this album from? Those are the ones I got from Walmart, and I was dying that they weren't shipping fast enough to me. (laughs) So much so that I bought one that was signed. Like, I got an autographed one, but I bought it from somebody else because I wanted it so bad. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. The music video was was super well done. So, One Us is amazing. Love them so much. Um, because we haven't talked enough about the boys, I put Watch It, which was the latest title track off of their newest album that they released this month. Um, oh yeah, holy crap! It was so good. There were so many close ups of my bias that they needed to back the F up. <laughs> bro. It was a lot. It was so good it was. though. 
It was a lot. Like, I loved it. They did a great job with it. Um, this album was really good. So very proud of them. Um, and last but not least is On My Youth by Wavy. Definitely couldn't oh. leave them off. Um, I will forever be stuck in the era of win-win with blonde hair, with like the white blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I want to live there. Like, all of Wavy is my bias, but I'm pretty sure Win-Win is, like, one small minor step above everybody else. <laughs> because I keep, like, I'm like, oh, Wavy, but Win-Win. Right. <laughs> like, if you were, like, if you were held to picking one member, you would probably pick Win-Win. It would immediately, yeah. I'm like, Win-Win. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Um, but I loved this song. I thought this album was really good. Um... I don't think it was the best album that they've ever released because Phantom was like on a whole different level and I don't know if they could ever reach that again. Dude, I know. Um, or they could, like it's entirely possible. Um, this was definitely very different from the last one. And not in a bad way. Like it was very good. The music video was great. It was so wonderful just to see them all together again. Um, and to have mm-hmm. them put out a new album and also finally getting to see them in person, like for like the two songs that they got to perform, <laughs> like at KCON, like I need Wavy to go on a tour, like just them. They have more than enough songs that they can perform. Like, please let me have this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Please let me just be in the same room as Win Win, please. <laughs> I know. I just need it. I need it. Okay, so music videos obviously will include, I already made my playlist, so that will include playlists for music videos and performances. Um, yeah, I will eventually. Yes. There will be links to everything, by the way, like playlists of our mm-hmm. Spotify, YouTube, all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, next I have concerts. Yeah. Okay, top concerts. Go ahead. Okay. Um, one, two, three, four, five. I think I only went to. S- oh no, I have another one to add on here. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that changes the order. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, I know it. I know where to add it. Okay, so I did put this in order because I thought you know since I don't have like a full ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, or whatever, I thought it'd be fun to kind of order it. And I have, like, reasons for why. Okay. Obviously, I loved everyone that I saw because I very much have to pick which concerts I want to go to, mm-hmm. like, what's worth it and what's, you know, worth spending the money for. To me, my favorite concert from this year, one, because of the group the experience, who went with me, everything about it was Mamamoo, for sure. Like, are we shocked? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it was so much fun because of, like, there was a yeah. huge group of us that went. None of us sat together, but... None, yeah, none of us sat together. I did go with, like, I sat with my friend Trinity, which was a lot of fun. Um, It was the best seats of any concert that I went to this year. So floor seats. Uh, I never thought I'd see Mama Moo yeah. because like, I just genuinely didn't know if they would come over here and do a concert or like, I wasn't sure. And so the fact that they did 
I was going to blow out on the money in terms of the seats. So I went for floor seats. Uh, it was fantastic. It was a ton of fun. They were an absolute blast. Uh, hanging out with like you, Steph, Trin, and all that beforehand. Mm-hmm. A ton of fun. Uh, I feel like I... I like like left biasing everyone. Like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like Solar's my bias. Moonbill's probably my wrecker. But like we and Hwasa were looking fantastic. I had like great views of Solar and Moonbill the entire time. Uh, I watched the concert like movie version of this concert as well and it, god it's just such a good concert mm-hmm. it was just so damn good the solos that they did where they traded solo songs like i've never seen a group do that before at a concert you know like where they like trade mm-hmm. songs and i thought it was just a freaking fantastic concept and when when that started leaking on twitter i was like I will literally fight someone to see these. <laughs> I, like, I remember. I remember. I, I was in absolute shock. Like, I was like, I have to see this before I die. It's a must. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is why Mamamoo is number one for my favorite concert this year. Second is TXT. <laughs> I, I've had a blast with you. At TXT. It was so much fun. (laughs) Did we have like super close seats? No. No. We were in heaven off to the side. But you know what? Like our view wasn't bad. Our view was phenomenal. It was so good. Our view was very good for what seats we got. And it was a ton of fun. I think we were just both like we were both in a good vibe. It was a good day. Like everything just felt really good. And... The performances were a lot of fun. Uh, there were so many songs that I was so excited to see. Uh, we got to bark with a full stadium of people. Mm-hmm. Like, what else could I ask for? <laughs> I mean, for real, though. It was just a ton of fun. I loved it. Uh, next is Dreamcatcher, mm. which I I love Dreamcatcher. I was so excited to see them live. Um it was my first concert this year in March, and I had an absolute blast. I do wish that I had realized what seats I bought <laughs> because it was just general admission. Oh, yeah. And I totally would have paid the extra money to get general admission balcony. I just didn't. Re- I thought I I thought that's what I purchased, but apparently it wasn't. <sighs> so that was a tad bit of a bummer because... We didn't get there super early because I thought I had seats. Yeah. Um. So we instead were standing in the back. However, my camera was able to capture incredible videos of this concert. So I've definitely been reliving this concert on my phone <laughs> a lot. Uh, I Again, with Dreamcatcher, I feel like I went into that show with a bias and left with more biases. Nice. So... It's still a mystery for me. Uh, next is Idol. Had a lot of fun at Idol. Even though we sat apart, it was a lot of fun hanging out with you beforehand mm-hmm. and after. And 
the concert was great. I I thought they did such an amazing job of like interacting with the crowd and doing their little like cover songs and solo songs and everything about it was just a ton of fun. The crowd was really um I don't know, just chill mm-hmm. and having a blast. It was a lot of fun. Uh next is Everglow. This was my most recent and last concert this year. I really loved Everglow. I was so excited to scream Everglow forever. Let's go. Dreams come true. What can I say? (laughs) Uh, This was a ton of fun. I had a lot of fun with Trinity going to this. This was the day before Thanksgiving, so it was a little interesting. Uh, But I had fun. I do wish I maybe had closer seats, but they were just going quick when we were buying them. And... I didn't really want to spend a ton of money at the time, so I just got balcony seats, but they were they were a great view and they were great with interacting with the crowd. I had a lot of fun. The audience was a little meh in my opinion. Okay. Uh no one was hype in the balcony, which was kind of annoying, but it is what it is. Um K-pop concerts are just kind of weird that way, I guess now depending on the venue, depending on the group. Uh, Next is KCON. And KCON is not low on my list because I didn't have fun. I had an absolute blast at KCON. Uh, But it was also kind of stressful. And then I got COVID from KCON. (laughs) So it has a little bit of a little bit of a annoyance for me personally. But uh, I went to two days unexpectedly. One was expected to, the second one was spontaneous. So that was a lot of fun. I got to see a lot of groups that I didn't think I'd get to see. I got to see Itzy, which I sobbed. Uh, I got to see Everglow before I actually got to see Everglow. So that was fantastic. I got to see Idol again. I got to see a lot, a lot of groups that I really enjoyed seeing that I would probably never really go to a concert to. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Even seeing like Zero Base One, freaking amazing. Yeah. You also got to see ATs for the very first time and Stray Kids. Exactly. Which was amazing. And I'll talk probably a little bit more about one of those later. Uh but yeah, it was it was cool. It was just really cool. Mm-hmm. Like XG, like a ton a ton of people that I was so excited to see and then last is twice and you're probably all thinking i'm sorry did you not have a good time at twice i had a great time at twice however my seat was not the best Mm -hmm. and you live and you learn it's fine i sofi is just a shit venue (laughs) i was just gonna say i was like sofi is so crap sofi just sucks and i'm so sorry like only certain places in SoFi, I think, work. Uh, I think you either need to be on the floor or, like, level 100, maybe two, and that's it. Any higher, your view is just super obstructed, and the sound is just not great. Yeah. Um, I, unfortunately, was in the 300, which was what I could afford at the time. It was also really hard to get tickets. Yeah. Because they were absolutely flying. Um, and my pre-order code wasn't available until much later. It was a whole mess. Yeah. So, unfortunately, yeah, twice is ranked 
the lowest, but it's not because of them. It was just because more of the situation. Uh, yeah. I was also by myself. It was the only concert that I've ever been to by myself. Oh. And it's just not as fun. Not, not that like you should ever be against going to concerts by yourself. Mm-hmm. People can absolutely, you've gone to so many concerts I go to every concert by, yourself. by myself. <laughs> I was going to say, and you have a blast. I do, like, I do. it's not to say that you can't. I just think even like the lead up of hanging out with you or Trinity or whoever I go with to me makes the concert mm-hmm. like just even better. It just does. Um, So while I loved seeing twice and I would really like to see them again. uh, Yeah. I just wish I had a better seat and everything. So that's just personally my opinion. Uh, will I ball out if they tour again this year? I don't know. I would have to make some hard decisions. I mean, they are playing in Vegas in March. <laughs> oh God! I yeah, we'll see, we'll see, but I I doubt it. <laughs> All right, your turn. So I did put these in order, even though I went to a lot of concerts this year, and some of mine, some of the people are down lower. I doesn't mean I didn't like the concert. It was literally situational, like you said. Right, 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 totally. Um, so. Um, for me, the top concert for me this year was Woods, which is one of the ones I just recently went to. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, with this particular concert, Woods is somebody that I've been wanting to see for a really long time. Like pretty much since he like started doing his solo stuff and like I got super into his music and everything. Like he was one person that was like on my like bucket list of concerts that I wanted to see. And so the moment that he announced his tour, I was like, I have to get tickets. Like I got a pre-sale code like randomly off of the internet and like immediately purchased a ticket. Um, I went by myself, didn't talk to anybody. I was just soloing it up hard at this concert. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was amazing. Like he was so good. Like he was so generous and so sweet with the audience. And like there was this whole part during the concert where he was just like reading people's signs and like taking song requests. Oh, cool and stuff. So he would like randomly sing just like different pieces or parts of his other songs that were not included in the set list. I love that. Um, and he was just responding to like some of the signs that people had. Um, overall, it was like a a, a wonderful experience. Like. This venue was in Long Beach. Like, did it take me just as long to drive to Long Beach on a Thursday as it would have taken to drive to LA? Yeah, it did. And wow. Long Beach is closer. Dang. Um, but it was at the the theater that was right next to the Long Beach Convention Center. So I know that area really well because you and I have been there so many times in the past. Yes. Um Parking was super simple. All the venue staff were really kind and nice and organized. And, like, they popped off with the stuff outside. They had food trucks and a DJ. And they, the Christmas tree was up. Like, it was a vibe. It was vibe. It was perfect. So that's what makes it one of my top concerts for this whole year. Um, just because, like, I was so stoked to see them. So Totally. Um, next is KCON. I put that as, like, one hole because I couldn't really separate them. If I had to pick between days one through three, one would be my favorite one out of all of them Mm. um, because of who we got to see, right, or who I saw. So I went to that one Mm -hmm. by myself. The second day, I also went by myself, but you were there (laughs) across the stadium. Um, And then day three, we went together. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went during a hurricane, during the hurricane. It was exciting. Oh, it was, it was so crazy. <laughs> it was such a wild day. But day one, like, just getting to see Taman was everything. Like, mm-hmm. he was 99% the reason that I wanted to go on day one because Taman just doesn't, like, Shiny doesn't come here. Right. Um. So even just the small opportunity of being able to see Taman, like, I was freaking out when I couldn't buy a ticket because it just, like, yeah. wasn't working. And thank God you did. You bought me that ticket. <laughs> I appreciate it. And you had a good view. Like, it was so random. It worked out perfectly because it was, like, an aisle seat and, like, it was dead center on the side of the stage that they start on. Mm-hmm. Um, I sobbed during Move, which is not a sad song. <laughs> Sometimes you just get overwhelmed. I was so <laughs> overwhelmed. I'm telling you. I was so overwhelmed just like being in like the same room as him. Um, mm-hmm. Also got to see Shonu and Hyunwan with, from Monster X. And they were so good. Got to see uh, songs off their new album. It was everything. Um, also mm-hmm. Wavy performed in Taeyong. And it was so good. Also didn't expect to get NCTU Baby Don't Stop. Like Oof, from Taeyong and Ten, and I was like, I don't know why I didn't expect that because the two of them were there. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so that was phenomenal. Day two was everything. I the people that I was like, I didn't talk to anybody on day one, but the people I was sitting around on day two, everybody there in that section I was in was lo- they were lovely. Like mm-hmm. the girl in front of me flew all the way from Boston just to see Zero Based One. Dang! Like she arrived that afternoon. <laughs> Oh my god! And she was only going to be there for like two days, and I was like, "Girl, I, you know, I get it." Because Zero Base One yeah. that was her first performance in the U.S. was this was yeah. this performance. So, um, the girls next to me were here. One of the girls was here for XG. The other one, Zero Base One. There was, um, like ATs also performed that day, which I think was a whole thing for people that had never been to an ATs concert, nor experienced what it was like to be around Atony. Yeah. So me. <laughs> yeah. When they did Gorilla, like people screaming break the wall was so loud that ATs like couldn't even hear the music. Yeah. It was the same thing with Love Talk from Wavy. Like the audience was so loud that like I couldn't hear them. Oh, dang. Because everyone was singing. Like that's a song everyone knows. So everyone yeah. was singing it. And it was just like, so I was shook that I was even in the same, like hearing that song, like in yeah. public. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like it was the whole thing. But like it was just, I don't know. Like, people were screaming, break the wall, and it was so loud in there. And it was, like, one of the largest concerts that ATs has ever had. But it was to the point where, like, now ATs is, like, filling the arena. Like, every almost every person there was there for ATs. Right. And it was, like... Or, or like, there, like, uh, as a reason for ATs. As a reason yeah. for ATs. So it was insane. Um, And then, obviously, day three was everything. We got to see the boys. We got to see Stray Kids. It was your first time seeing them. And you got some of the best songs. You got Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then we also got to hear um, uh, District 9. Mm-hmm. I was so angry with you about ATs because... <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never heard Pirate King before in, in person, uh-huh. right? Because I didn't get to go to their very first concert in the U.S. And am I still salty about it three years, like four years later? Yeah, I still am. Yeah. I'm never going to let that go. <laughs> but this is your first time seeing ATs and you got freaking Pirate King? Don't talk to me. <laughs> but you got such a good, like, set of... Stray Kids. And District 9 with Stray Kids. Yeah, you yeah, got District yeah. 9, and then we heard Top Line, and then they did God's Menu. Like, it was insane. Oh. And Banchan was our, like, um, was our MC for the day. So we got our sweet, sweet Banchan, and we also got to experience the insane awkwardness that was rain. <laughs> yes. So that was fun. A shared trauma experience. But anyways, so K-Con. Um, next, I have Mama Moo. Um, I loved it. Um, obviously, like, I started out with the ticket in the nosebleed section. But then, um, because things were different and, like, they also dropped the price of the floor seats, I bought a floor seat. Um, could I see super well? No. But what made this so much fun was, one, all the people we got to hang out with beforehand. And Steph was in town. And she and I were, like, staying at a hotel and chilling. For the time that she was visiting. But also, like, I had the most perfect direct view of Hwasa the entire concert. Hell yeah. And that's my girl. That's my girl. Mm-hmm. So loved it. Um, Got to experience that insane dude that was, like, filming but, like, going down the aisle the whole time. And it was hilarious and annoying at the same time. Yes. <laughs> but so funny. It was so funny, like memorable. It was memorable. <laughs> um, next is TXT. Um, this is one of the first concerts that you and I like, because you and I go to concerts all the time, but like we never sit together. Like we got to sit together for right. BTS, right? Um, because we always bought con- the the three of us always split buying the tickets together so that we yeah. could all sit together. But most of the time, you and I don't sit anywhere near each other. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um. So it was so much fun to get TXT because I didn't think we were going to get to go because just situation. And then one of my moots on Twitter was selling her tickets. And I was like, are these still available? I want them. And she was like, thank God. I really wanted you to be able to go because I know how much you like them. Whatever. It was so much fun. Were we in heaven? Yes, we were. Did we pop off during Sugar Rush Ride? We did. Did we bark as loud as possible during Cat and Dog? Did we even realize that they were singing the English version? No, we didn't because we were barking No. Yeah, I was was too busy barking and singing the Korean version. (laughs) For real, real, though. Um, And did I have the experience where I learned my lesson of going to the bathroom before you go up to your seat? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because we we were like, should we? Nah. Oh, my God. We were like, because <laughs> the line mistake. was so long, and I was like, we should go to our seats. But no, it was a mistake. Do not, if you ever come to L.A. and your concert is at the BMO Stadium, the Bank of California Stadium, and you need to, and you're sitting in, like, row X of your section, use the go bathroom. The bathroom. <laughs> before you go up there, because... As soon as they did their first VCR, I, like, took off down the stairs. And I was, like, running, right? Now, mm-hmm. down, easy. It's coming back up that's the problem. Yeah. Even going up to our seat, I was, like, oh, struggling. Yeah. And, like, the thing was, is, like, after that VCR was my favorite song. <laughs> it's 
Yep. So I was stressed. I was like, I had, you and I wore overalls and stuff. So legit, like I was like sprinting down the stairs, got into the bathroom, used the bathroom, washed my hands. And I was legit still buckling my overalls, trying to run back up into the stadium. (laughs) I love it. Dedication. I was halfway up the stairs and I was dying. And the girl, there was a girl that was like behind me. So I had to like move over so she could rock it up the stairs. When I got to our aisle, the person that was at the end was like, are are you okay? <laughs> I will not miss this song. <laughs> I got there just in time too. So mm-hmm. proud of myself for that. Um, next I have Idol. Um that you and I went to. It was super fun. It was super cute. There was these two guys that both went to the concert by themselves. They were bonding, and it was kind mm-hmm. of adorable. Um, love that for them. Um Yes. But that concert was so much fun. They completely sold out Microsoft Theater or Peacock Theater, whatever it's called now. Um, Mm -hmm. It was great. You and I both had pretty good seats. We were, like, sections over from each other. Um, But overall, like, the concert was really good. We had so much fun. All the fans were super chill. Like, it was just overall, like, such a great experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were amazing. Um, Next, I have Stray Kids. Um, they redid, they did like two additional shows in LA when they came back to the US to finish their Maniac tour um, because a bunch of the members got COVID. So they had to cancel, postpone some of the shows mm-hmm. in Texas. Um, so they decided to just randomly play two shows in LA. And this was probably one of the most stressful <laughs> concerts just because I couldn't find anybody to go with me. <laughs> because i know um steph my friend steph our friend steph was supposed to come but then she broke her wrist and had to have surgery so she couldn't come and then chelsea was supposed to come but then she got scheduled to work and couldn't come and i was like i was to the level of asking like my friend brian who doesn't listen to k-pop at all doesn't do concerts like i asked him if he would go with me right (laughs) because i asked my friend molly who like i work with because I thought she mm-hmm. would have fun, but no, she was busy, so she couldn't come. Oh, yeah. And Brian was like, I'll go if you can't find anybody, but I reserve the right to leave at any point during the concert. <laughs> and I was like, chill, bro. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad he didn't come because, like, like I've said before in the past with concerts, like, you have to be very careful who you invite because there's going to be a side of yourself that they're going to witness that not other people get to see. Oh, yeah. Like me screaming bloody murder. During half of the Stray Kids songs, because Lino and Felix is they're too hot, or Bonchan's showing his abs. Except he didn't show his abs because we got cock blocked by friggin' JYP being at the concert. Boo. <laughs> That's also why this concert's further down. There's no Bonchan abs. <laughs> Kidding. Immediate deduction. Immediate deduction and points. <laughs> um, no, but overall, like I got to hear Superboard, which I was like just kept repeating over and over and over again because they mm-hmm. included some songs from um Accident, which was insane. Um, but my friend D, our friend D came with me because she was like available, um, which was fun. And my seats were really good. But there was somebody that was like a Hyunjin bias behind us that was so loud. <laughs> Every time he popped up on the screen, bloody murder screen. <laughs> yep. But yeah, overall, great. Um, and then next for me is The Rose. Um, it's not that The Rose is bad. Like, I loved both of the concerts. I thought they were really great. Um, 
I saw them in Portland, which was very fun. So Steph got to see them for the first time. It was the most chill way to get to a concert that I've ever been because we just took the train and it like dropped us off right at the stadium, which was super great. Um, Cool. Loved it. The venue was really great. We had great seats. Everybody was super chill. Like it was very fun. Um, and then we saw, I saw them again at the forum. The girl I sat next to was great. Like she was very talkative. It was very fun to like kind of experience the concert with her. She'd never been to a concert by herself before. So it was like her very first time, um, going by herself. I think the reason that this show is particularly lower is that like, just like the seat I was sitting in was really uncomfortable. So there wasn't a lot of leg room in the section I was Mm. in. So my knees hurt by the time the show was over. Yeah. But they were amazing. It was one of the biggest venues that they'd played at. So it was like huge for them because they played the House of Blues last year. To go from House mm-hmm. of Blues to the Forum is like huge. And then to sell it Definitely out. Definitely huge. It's such a big deal. Um, Second to last, I have Kong Daniel, which was the very first concert I went to this year. The reason he's so low is just the shit seat I had. Oh, I know. I know. Like, because I've been to the Will Turn before, and they didn't have seats on the floor before. Like, it was all just, like, GA. Because I saw Pentagon there, Mm -hmm. and I've seen... I saw Jesse McCartney there, and I've seen, like, so many other bands. That's... Yeah, that's why I didn't get floor seats. Or I didn't want to get floor seats for Everglow, unless it was the very front. Because you had told me, like, the floor back is horrendous yeah yeah it was just it was so bad like it would have been fine if everybody was seat sitting yeah and so because then nobody sat i couldn't see a damn thing so the moment people stood we were like (laughs) yeah couldn't see anything and so i was like trying to stand on the floor and then like see out and stuff and then i was like balancing on my chair it was like a whole thing um I mean, he was incredible. He did a great job. Like, his concert was phenomenal. His performances were really well done. It was just shit venue. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, this was de- this is definitely not the worst concert. I've, like, the concert was great. I had a great time. I just I'd stood for six hours and my back still hurts <laughs> <laughs> from that, which is Omega X at the Avalon Hollywood, in, um, which is the last concert I went to for this year. Um, I had a wonderful time because of the people that uh, were in line with me. Mm, Like I saw the pictures that you posted. Yeah, it was so much fun. There's a picture. Um, I didn't take it. Somebody else took it. So there's like a group photo of like all of us together. It was on my Instagram story for like a hot second. Mm -hmm. Um, but the girl in front of me was great. We got to talking. We were talking about a bunch of different stuff and like. Um, we were bonding so much that the girl behind us thought we were together. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't know her. I literally talked to her for like two hours and didn't even know what her name was. <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what was your name? Oh my God, I didn't introduce myself. I was like, I know I didn't either. <laughs> um, so we were, I was talking to her and then the girl behind us we were talking to and like we were in line together the whole time. We were also in our group photo together. Um, I thought overall, because this was a Studio Pav concert, I think overall it went pretty well. 
That's good. Um, It was pretty organized. I didn't know how they were going to fit everyone into the venue because I think it was like the wrong style of venue for them personally. Oh, interesting. Um, But it went really well. The line moved pretty quick. They did high touch to photo. So you like walked by and you were like, ha, ha, thank you. And then you sit in your chair. Oh, cool. And then you take a picture. And then I did heart a heart hand with somebody. I don't know who was behind me. I have no idea. Have you gotten your photo yet? No, not yet, not yet. Oh, okay. They're supposed to be posted online at like two, they could be two to three weeks after the concert's over, so. Gotcha. I think it's only been like two weeks or a week, week and a half or something like that. Mm. Um, I was just exhausted by the time this concert was over from standing for so long. (laughs) There was a point during the concert, which is like, there was a girl who like fainted during the show, which is obviously like stressful because the band was like, oh my God, like, are you okay? Like they called staff over, whatever. But what what was funny about the situation was like after it was over, like they got her out and like, you know, to get care and whatever. Um, The band was like, if you guys need anything, let us know, like motion for staff, like we're here for you, blah, blah, blah. And the girl next to me was like a chair. (laughs) I was like, same, same. Get me a chair. Can I have that? Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to help me? Freaking exhausted here. (laughs) I'm too old for GA guys. Like I can't deal with it. Oh, I know. I can't. But yeah, that's that was my concert experience for this year. It was the whole thing. Okay, we have two more categories left. We're at two hours and fifty three minutes on this on this podcast. We can do it. Woo! We can do it. Okay. Um. La- second to last uh category is top performances. Top ten performances of the year. Go ahead. All right. No particular order because okay. I was stress adding things. True. <laughs> because this was the only thing I hadn't like already had set. Uh, so first is the collaborative stage with Minnie, Yunjin, Xiaoting, Badali, and Monica at the Mamas, where they performed Mago. Uh, obviously each girl got their own, like, lead-in. Mm-hmm. Minnie's makeup was on point. Oh God, like, yeah. Trinity and I were messaging about that for, like, just that. She was like, girl, your girl's looking fine as hell. And I was like, tell me about it. <laughs> And we were like sending photos back and forth to each other. Nice. Yunjin looked amazing. Her dance was like going viral. Um, she she also looked like a mermaid. Like she oh just looked gosh, stunning. Yeah. Shouting was also amazing. Shouting is like one thousand percent my bias from Kepler. I just love her. I get it. Yeah. She's stunning. Her dancing is so, so good. And if she does anything outside of Kepler, I'm 1000% following her. Uh, Badali was also very, very good. Badali kind of like took K pop by a like, storm this year. Like, obviously, Badali was already famous in her own right, choreographing like all of our favorite songs. But because she was on Street Woman Fighter and won, uh, she like stole the hearts of everyone oh this goodness, year yeah. for sure. And then Monica as well. Monica is also a very famous choreographer and she completed and balanced this performance very, very well. Next is Smoke by Badali, like her performance of Smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was one of the songs that she won, I believe, for the choreography for Street Woman Fighter. Uh, she 
freaking killed it. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, the dance challenge for this song went viral. Like, oh, yeah. other K-pop artists were doing it. Like, everyone was doing the dance to this. So much so that, uh, like, like, it was such a hard dance to do that some idols were getting criticized for not pulling it off very well. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was, like, <laughs> Which- so much drama. There was a lot of drama and y'all be so dramatic sometimes, but uh, like it was really good choreo Mm -hmm. and it suits a very particular type of person. So yes, it could work better for some than others, but I don't know. It's not that serious, I think. Mm. (laughs) Uh, But she did perform the choreo for this at the Mamas as well. And that was amazing. It was a great performance. Next is Yunji at the MMAs. She's just freaking hilarious. She's such a great performer. If she ever were to come to LA, like even if it was just like KCON, thousand percent I'm going. Obviously. Thousand percent. Like she's she's amazing. Like she's done some like small festivals here in the US. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, girl, you need to come here. I'm just saying. Uh next is random. I really I watched this super late. La Seraphim was at BlizzCon promoting oh, yeah. Perfect Night. And they performed a lot of songs. So I didn't realize. They they like had a full set. Wow. And they performed a ton of their songs. And so randomly on one day on YouTube, I was getting recommended all their performances. And I watched Fire in the Belly specifically, which is a song that I don't listen to quite often. It's from Unforgiven. It's a B-side. It's a very, like, Latin-inspired song. And it's freaking amazing. Like, they did such a good job performing this song and getting the the audience hype. Because clearly, like, a lot of people were there for them. But there was also clearly a lot of people that didn't know who the heck they were. Oh, my God. <laughs> but they were still able to, like, really bring the vibe up and just performed really really well so in general their performance at blizzcon is for is on this list but specifically fire in the belly i think was my favorite performance out of all of these next is jungkook performing standing next to you on the tonight show this was his like first performance of it and he did a very good job Mm. i just remember watching it being like holy shit i love jungkook like, I just love he's him. He's so grown and now. He's so grown. And this song was just so freaking good. Yeah. Like, it. it's probably been my favorite. Well, maybe not. I would say maybe Jin's more my favorite in terms of the BTS solos. But favorite this year for sure. JK. Yeah. Favorite. Yeah. Like, his solo was my favorite this year for sure. Uh, it was just so different, but so him. Mm-hmm. And his performance in The Tonight Show really just was stunning. The way, like, when when I first saw him, like, set the mic down the way he did, mm-hmm. because that was the first time I'd, you know, seen him do it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, he's about to pop off right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just know. You just know. You just know. Uh, so, yeah, he absolutely killed it. I love that Jimmy Fallon obviously was like we gotta have you on the show yeah (laughs) he's so good to bts 
Uh, next is XG performing left right on Mnet when they were just promoting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, the performance that they did on February sixteenth, uh, because they had the remember, remember I described to you that one time where like they're all wearing the exact same outfit mm-hmm. and they're wearing the bucket hats. Oh yeah, yeah. And just the choreo was so crispy and. The fact that they were all wearing the exact same thing just made it even crispier because you couldn't, you could barely distinguish who was who yeah. at some points. And it was just so perfect. Mm. And it was just such a satisfying performance to watch. Nice. Like, I love it. Uh, next is Itzy at the Fact Music Awards where they performed Kill Shot. They did like an intro and then kill shot and then a dance break. Mm -hmm. And their live vocals for this performance specifically was so good. Like you could just clearly hear their live vocals coming through. But then they were also wearing these all black like three piece suits. And (laughs) you know how I feel about suits. (laughs) Yes, I do. You know how I feel about suits, but definitely women in suits. Um, but they were like all black and they just, whoo, they look good. It fit the song and the performance perfectly. I loved it. Next is Twice's performance of Set Me Free on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I was obsessed with, obviously, I, I'm always obsessed when Twice comes out with new music, but it was fun to see them perform this on the tonight show and just the difference between american music shows and korean music shows yeah. like like obviously korean music shows are quite literally built for this but with american late night talk shows their stages are just so small and so it's kind of hilarious when they get a group, like when they do like 17 or twice or whatever, where they have these massive groups that they have to fit on these small stages and they have to like condense their choreo. <laughs> uh, but twice did a great job. Uh, they performed really, really well. Their vocals were coming through. Uh, you could definitely hear that they were live. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job. Uh, the choreo for Set Me Free is a lot of fun. So again, it was just cool to see it done on an American show. Uh, next is Gio's Killing Me Good, where she performed. Oh, I didn't write this down. I believe it was. I believe it was Music Bank, but I could be wrong. But it was the day August 18th is when she performed it. She's wearing that jean outfit I was talking about, the, uh, the the all jean outfit, and she looks so damn good. And Gio, if there's one thing she's going to do, she's going to perform the hell out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> so she was giving. Uh, it was just a really, really good performance. And then last but not least is AT's at KCON. Oh, my God. Because, girl, that was an experience. Like, yeah. Trinity kept telling me the whole t- the whole day. She was like, "You don't understand. Yeah. It's a whole other thing to see ATs live." And I was like, "I get it. I get it." Like you didn't get it. I didn't get it. No, I I was shouting like because obviously I know ATs music, so I was super 
pumped and excited yeah. for the song, but I was like, oh my God, I can't even hear myself shouting break the wall. I know. <laughs> and Trinity was popping off too because she, we, that that was the whole reason why we spontaneously bought the tickets was because she was like, I have to see ATs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, so it was just a ton of fun. The entire stadium was shouting so freaking loud but they were a they were a lot of fun every bit of their performance was amazing i can't wait to eventually see them in concert i don't know if i will be able to but i really hope i do because i know i would have an absolute blast so there we go those are my 10 i actually had 10 this year normally i don't (laughs) normally i forget and don't get 10 but proud of you Okay, um, for me, obviously, top performance of the whole year has to be BSS on the Asian Artist Awards. Yeah, <laughs> Since I watched that performance like a hundred times. Hell yeah! It was just like there was just something about it. Like, there's so much charisma with um, Busuk Sun. Like, I love them so much, and they like three theater kids just getting everyone hyped to exist in the planet and it's just like it was everything it really was like i love their interactions with yungji like she is honestly one of the most like between her and hoshi being the most successful fans this year i know honestly like because she loves shiny or she loves Mm -hmm. uh 17 right and like she's a hoshi bias and she got to be on one of the songs and spend so much time with hoshi and then totally. Hoshi living his best life, getting to be on that like show with Taman, and then doing the dance challenge with Taman, and then featuring on a on an epic high song. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, they're winning. I'm sorry, this we're competing year. for who's you know who's the most successful fan. Like, it's like the competition on who gets to be Chumbin's best friend. We will always lose to Wu Young. Yeah, so, I don't care who you are. We're always going to lose to him. <laughs> Exactly. Um. So that one next is obviously gonna have to be Dio and Suhyun from um on from Akmu on the show that on their show, um, where the two of them sang just just like a minute segment of Rewrite the Stars. Yeah, I've oh watched, I need the full thing immediately. I've watched and rewatched that clip multiple times. It was absolutely just insane. And like the thing that was getting me is like he was just sitting down and he was hitting the notes he was hitting. I was like, get out of my face, Zach Efron. Like, we have a new contender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sorry. <laughs> oh, I love Zach Efron. But like the way that he just like belted the shit out of that song, like it was beautiful like the two of the the two of them need to release a song like asap like honestly like oh my god so beautiful um next is yungji for her mma performance like she's got such a stage presence that's just undeniable like i love the two songs that she sang that were her songs like both of them are really really good um, mm-hmm. I loved her solo version of fighting was really good. And then her cover it was of, very good. of uh, smoke was great. Like I've come to love her so much this year. Like, like I've come, like I would die to see her in person. Like she'd be so much fun. Like she would just be so hype. It would be such a like, good show. You know, she'd be going out into the audience, like 
messing with people or oh, like for sure. <laughs> I don't know like for sure like it would be so incredible um next is shiny's performance at the the melon music awards like shiny oh yes they did such an incredible job and apparently like because everyone was making fun of Taman so much for his like like running that he was doing in sherlock that like um minho did the same thing at like another concert that they did <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, like, Shiny is so amazing. Like, I would literally give anything to see them in person. Like, I want to see them so bad that I am willing to fly to a completely different country to be able to see them if that is my only option. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like, in my group chat, my Shiny group chat, like, we talk about all the time how, like, we would totally go to Korea to see them if we were given the opportunity to. So. Heck yeah. I just want to see Shiny in person. Please let them come here. Please. And then we'll be part of the bloodbath of getting tickets to that. <laughs> so. I know. It would be oof, it would be rough. It definitely would be. Um, next is this should not surprise anybody. I put the performance of bad from peak time. <laughs> hey, all right. Because one, it was cho- they came up with some of the most incredible choreography for this song, and it was just sexy as hell. <laughs> but the particular video that I picked is the one where you actually get to see the judges react to them, which is like mm. my favorite thing because they're like, oh, <laughs> especially when they do the part where they like unzip their shirt and like one of the guys is like holding it in his mouth and they were just like fucking dying. Even watching Moonville die over the whole yeah. thing was hilarious. <laughs> like it honestly showcased how incredible all of the different like people that participated in that particular stage like how incredible they are also it like gave us the opportunity to see like the the one of the members of vanner shine and then the one guy from bap that was like mm-hmm. front and center for most of um the performance but it was just like it was so good and sexy as hell that's all i have to say um, next is Vanner's performance, like their first performance on peak time where they did the 17 song. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved it. They were so good because Vanner is so incredibly talented. Like, I'm so glad that they got the chance to really be showcased on that show and they ended up winning because it's what they deserve. Like, mm-hmm. they've worked so hard and, like, have never really found a break. And then they finally were able to, like, catch a break, I feel like from being on this show and hopefully they'll go on tour and we'll get the opportunity to see them in person because I would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, next is the performance of cream soda by EXO, but particularly the one on Inky Gaio when they're in the tuxedos. Oh, okay. I died. <laughs> <laughs> like all of them had a different tux on. But, like, the one that killed me the most, like, Dio looked good, Suo looked good, Baekhyun looked good. The one that got me so hard was, uh, was Sihoon. Oh, Because yeah, his yeah. was, like, the velvety, like, jacket, Ooh. and it was, like, obviously, like, all these suits were perfectly tailored to them. Like, he looked so good. I was dying. I love it. I was dying. <laughs> um... Big fan of that. Obviously, cream soda was very important to me for some reason. <laughs> Whatever. Um, 
It's such a good song. It's so catchy. I know that people didn't like it that much, but apparently I loved it. So Mm -hmm. according to Spotify. According to your rap. Yeah. According to Spotify, (laughs) I loved it. Um, Next is the performance of Honest by Minhyun. Um, Oh. mm -hmm. It was one where he was on Inkigayo where he was like, it was very like um, ballad. Like, he's just standing there, like, it's, you know, stripped down, and he's saying, it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Loved it so much. I thought he did such an incredible job. Um, Minhyun, like, his voice is so amazing. I thought his album, Truth or Lie, was also really, really good, and this is one of the songs off of it, Um, but I thought it was great. It was very stripped down, like, just him standing there singing to you. Um, what else could you possibly ask for? Um, and then we're going to make a hard left and talk about Just B's performance on the Mamas <laughs> because Medusa abs. Do you like that I put that clip on the Instagram stories? <laughs> when he ripped his shirt You're open. Welcome, everyone. When he ripped his shirt open, I was like, holy sh- <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. Oh, my God. I was like, I didn't, I mean, I already loved Medusa a lot. So, obviously, I was here for that. Obviously, everybody else was shook. Like, the level of screaming that occurred. Oh, yeah. Obviously, like, like people were screaming so hard, and they killed that performance, too. So, like, I'm so oh, glad yeah. that they were invited to perform because they did such an incredible job, and I need more people to realize that Just Be is incredible. Mm-hmm. But loved it. And then last but not least, I don't know if this technically counts as a performance, but also you put a concert performance. Even though I never attended this concert, I'm still putting it as one of the best It's a ones. performance. <laughs> um, which is 17 performance, performance unit doing I Don't Understand But I Love You from the Follow concert. There you go. I have watched every possible fan cam that exists possibly of this performance yeah like how do i get front row seats to be that close to experience (laughs) this moment like you've seen have you seen the performance of this song oh yeah oh yeah. Oh my god every single time i've seen the fan cams too oh my god (laughs) like when they're like taking their ties off and i'm like somebody save Mm me and like it's just it's everything and like dino with like his back just the the choreo for it it's like (laughs) such a like beautiful song because it was like created based off of a sentence that that a carrot put in a live stream like and it's like such a great song and it was like clearly made for the fans and then also like sexy dance like what are we doing (laughs) (laughs) but anyway loved it Okay, so our very last category. I don't know if you had anything for it. Uh, I'll I'll maybe mention it, but you go ahead. Okay, so my last the last category that I picked was albums that you didn't expect to capture you, like ones that you just like weirdly became really obsessed with, even though it's like a group you don't ever listen to. Mm-hmm. And that happened to me four times. I feel like wow this year. Uh, the first one where it was clearly like I kept talking about it and I couldn't stop listening to it, which is the album Your City 
by Young Yongwa from CN Blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. And I just like randomly found it. Like, I mm-hmm. think it was either the music video was suggested to me or I saw it on like the list of things that had been released. Um, and I like CN Blue. They're like a they're a they're a band that's um they're like I don't think they're second gen, but they might be. They're like a second gen, second or third gen, second or yeah. like really early third gen um band. But like there was just something about this particular album that like I couldn't stop listening to it. Like it was so it's so good. Like every single one of the songs is phenomenal and I love it so much. Big fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um obviously like your your city is really great, but like all the rest of the songs are super super good. Um, next was completely unexpected. Also didn't realize who this, who the person was that was singing this until like way later. (laughs) So the album is called Narcissus, which is by Dawn. Oh, okay. Edon from Pentagon. Right. Which I thought it was literally someone else because it didn't even sound like him at all until I was like looking into Hmm. it and I realized that it was the same person. That's awesome. Like, I I saw it on my, like, it was, like, recommended or something, like, songs that were released. Because I had listened to some of his other songs when he, like, when he became a soloist, right? After he left Pentagon. Mm -hmm. Like, we listened to some of the other songs that he did, like, when he first released some music. And then when he did some stuff with um, Hyena, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, this album, like, every single song on it was so good. Like... Um, he had a song called Lullaby, which was really good and Abyss, really good. He also had some great features on here. So he did a song called Star that featured uh, 10CM, which is our, one of our favorite OST besties. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's incredible. And then, like, uh, PH1 um, featured on a song for Fallen. Um, I heard some bad stuff about PH1. <laughs> Maybe he's not that great. But the song is really good. Um, and he also released, like, another song called Abyss. Like, it's all the all the songs on this album were really good. I was, like, shocked at how much I loved it. Mm. Um, because I don't go out of my way to typically listen to him. Not really. Not normally. So I was pretty shocked. Um, next is, it was the new album that was released by MCND called Odd Venture. Like, I listened to MCND when they first debuted, but I don't really listen to them very much anymore. But, like, when this album came out, I was like, holy shit, this is, like, really good. Really, really good. And I think this came out this month, and I listened to it multiple times in a row. Okay. Um, And that's just how much I liked it. And then last but not least is Vanner. Uh, Veni Vidi Vici, which was the last album that they released. Because obviously, like, we hadn't, like, I knew about Vanner, but not very much. And this is the album that, like, got, I'm like, no, Chelsea, we have to talk about them. Because <laughs> yes. of, like, them being on peak time. And then this album came out. And I was like, holy shit, this is so good. And, like, I went out of my way to buy it. um, Because mm-hmm. I liked it so much. Um, Same thing with Your City. I own that one, too. Even though I don't collect CN Blue, but oh, wow. I had to buy it. Because I liked Dang. it so much. Same thing with Vanner. Like, I really liked this album very much. Um, Performer was their title track for this one, I'm pretty sure. But, like, 
Diamonds is such a good song, and so is Savior. I freaking love Savior. Cool. But, yeah, I felt like I was overly obsessed with those four albums when they, like, as soon as they came out, I was like, oh, <laughs> listens, puts it on, like, you know, like, when you can put it on the, like, repeat, but, like, it, it keeps mm-hmm. repeating the same album over and over and over again. Yeah, that's where I lived for a while. Okay, and that's all I've got. All right. Well, I would say for me, there wasn't necessarily like particularly like an album or or anything that I was like shocked at. Mm -hmm. I did not expect to get into Kiss of Life, I guess, this year because they were brand new. I was going to say. So to me, yeah, like it just kind of came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and I became so into them like i didn't hear anything about them like i knew um natty mm-hmm. i'd heard of her before and i'd i listened to her solo stuff but when i when they came out i was just like oh okay like i guess i'll just check it out immediately obsessed and was like oh all right <laughs> um i had random songs by artists that i typically don't listen to that i became obsessed with obviously like D by a pink mm-hmm. honestly by limelight um, Girls Capitalism by Triple S. I don't I don't know why, just obsessed with that one song. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I guess one album that I could say that I was super into was Craxy's Nugodum. Oh dude, yeah. I was gonna say like that album was like fire. I listened to that one. Yeah. Like we had It's All Right was like my favorite B side from that. Nugodam was great. Um, we saw Craxy at KCON. Oh, and they yeah. were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so that was super unexpected. I'd always heard of Craxy, but I just had never had the opportunity to listen to mm-hmm. them. So somehow this album just came across my way and I loved it. Um, I I would say I've gotten more into 17 this year, like in a big way. <laughs> genuinely it has a lot of influence to the fact that all of my friends are obsessed with 17 so (laughs) what yeah uh you trinity my regular sierra and her roommate uh sheree they all love 17 like 17's their old so it's yeah you bought me two 17 albums too for christmas i did uh but i love 17 but you know, you know me, I tend to gravitate towards the girlies, mm-hmm. but a lot of 17 made it onto my top 100 this year, and I get them on my TikTok all the time, and I'm like, back up. <laughs> like, excuse me, my TikTok is not for sexy, handsome men. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I mean, if we're... It's sprinkled in there. I mean, for real, though, like, if we want to talk about, like, one... If I can talk about one video clip that had me in a chokehold that I will watch, rewatch for the rest of my life, there is a short video clip that came from a concert that Seventeen performed and it started raining where they sang Shadow. And it's literally the clip of just... Mingyu and S. Coops singing their part, and it's because they were wet. <laughs> oh, because it was raining, and like the cameras like zoomed in on them, and like there's a part where S. Coops comes in to does do his part, and he like does his like puts his hand through his hair, and I think my soul left my body. <laughs> Love it. No, seventeen is one thousand percent 
like a concert I'm going to this year if they're coming. I hope like so. I have to go. So if I have to buy your ticket for you, I will do that. <laughs> and put you on like a payment plan if necessary. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is I'd your birthday it. and Christmas gift for Perfect. next year. <laughs> I love like, it. Like I just need it. I think for me the most surprising thing that happened for this year for K-pop is how much I fell for girl groups more this year, even more this year than I did last year, right? With mm-hmm. Idol and more Mama Moo. And then specifically, like, how much I freaking like Ive and Kepler. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't. I was pretty shocked to, like, like them as much as we, like, as when we talked about them. I was like, no, I really like them a lot. Definitely. Um, It was very fun. And, like, Twice is also, like, I kind of want to go to the Twice concert in Vegas. I'm not going to lie. Like, like, I look at it and I was like, mm, my parents have a timeshare and my brother lives there. <laughs> I mean, if we can find some decent seats. I I mean, I saw BTS at Allegiant. Mm-hmm. And like, we sat not that close and it was fantastic. Okay. okay. Like, even just, I, I low-key almost bought us tickets for Christmas. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so close. I was like, mm, I think Chelsea will get mad if I buy this. I mean, I wouldn't get mad, but I mean, I would be like, I'd be like, ah. Like, Can you calm down? I'm like, no, but I really want to go, but I'm crying. The way I would cry, and even in Carrie would have been like, uh. Is she okay? <laughs> but last time I checked, there was still a lot of tickets left. So. Okay. Maybe we'll have to take a little peruse and peek. Yeah. And like, if we want to go, like, we'll get the timeshare, bro. There we go. There we, we go. We can do the same thing that we did when we went to BTS because we stayed at the timeshare and then we took the tram, the like the bus that they offered us. We like took mm-hmm. the bus to the Tropicana and then walked across the street, took a very questionably safe monorail ride where we all thought we were going to die because there were too many people on the, <laughs> on yes. the monorail. Yes. Um, and then walked to the stadium. So. Or we can just con my brother into coming to pick us up and dropping us off at the stadium. Oh, my God. He would hate us. <laughs> hey, give somebody enough money, though. <laughs> true, 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 true. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. This year in K-pop, for me, was just a lot of fun. I think compared to last year. Last year, K-pop was, like, my crutch. Like, it kept me alive. I was going through so much last year, and K-pop was, like, truly the only thing that kept me going. And I think this year, it was just a lot more easy breezy fun, which was nice. Um, I got, you know, there was a lot of, like, great groups that came out this year. There was a lot of good content that came out from groups that I've already loved for a very long time. I obviously got to go two concerts this year so it made that experience a lot more fun as well um trying to think like i don't know just going to concerts with you was was an absolute blast uh i don't know yeah it was just a good year it was a good year in k-pop for me Uh, i think i had the most rocky relationship with k-pop this year Mm-hmm. Um, overall, just cause like losing Moonbin like kind of rocked me more than I thought. 
Yeah, it was completely understandable. Um, and I like questioned a lot about whether or not I wanted to keep listening to K-pop for a while, which apparently is something that a lot of pe- people went through too before. Mm-hmm. Um, back in you know 2018, too, where a lot of people like had to take a break. Um, yeah. from K-pop because they just like it wasn't the same, and I kind of felt that way for a while. Like I just wasn't excited about anything yeah and i still like i am more excited about stuff but like i wasn't as like dedicated as i have been in the last couple of years like some of the stuff that came out like i didn't really care as much because mm-hmm. it i don't know it just felt different right like yeah. I wasn't as excited or dedicated to some of the stuff that BTS members were releasing and like even like my old groups like 17 and Stray Kids and 80s. It was just like <laughs> it was like this hurdle I didn't know how to get over. Mm-hmm. Um but things are getting better now like as time has gone on. It's still really sad. Right? Like, anytime I see any content, like, I'm emotional. Anytime I listen to the music, I'm emotional, so. No, it's completely understandable. Yeah. But it was just, it was interesting to have such a rocky relationship with K-pop this year compared to, like, the last several years when it's just been, like, go, go, go all the time and, like, getting so excited and deep diving and, like, immersing myself completely in it. Whereas Mm -hmm. this year I had kind of, like, at arm's length a lot of stuff after his yeah. passing so it was just weird um this has also just been like not a great year in general for me so i'm hoping the next year will be better um in general so that i can have happier times yeah not you know all the stuff that was going on so exactly let's hope hopefully i don't know what's going to happen so as of tomorrow i'm officially unemployed again so we'll see what happens after that but I have hope that things will be better next year. They have to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, be. I absolutely hope so. I mean, yeah. you deserve it. But also, I mean, life in general, it, it ebbs and flows. And True. As someone who went through the lowest year of her life last year and is now coming up, it definitely gets better. Yeah. It just, it has to, like you said, even if you have to fight like hell for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, But at the end of the day, like, we are very appreciative of all the people that listen to our podcast, all the people that reach out to us on all the time every week that talk to us. Like, we've gotten to know so many of you through Instagram, um, through just chatting with you in DMs and stuff and, like, um, getting to know everybody. Like, I got to do um some photo card trading with somebody that's a listener with us and then you know we got to know some of the other folks that listen to us so it's been a wonderful journey since we started this podcast it's been just over three years now which is wild to think yeah it is wild because yeah this was this was the newer podcast for us and now it's like i feel like it's we're kind of seasoned in it yeah um and i feel like we've kind of built like a little fun community of listeners um like, please, you know, always feel free to reach out to us. I think we're we're both pretty open. And if you feel like, you know, 
you have any questions or anything where I think we're always willing to answer and chat with you and um, discuss things. And it just makes it fun because sometimes being into a music genre like K-pop can be kind of lonely depending on where you are, yeah. if a lot of people are into it or not, or if people are very accepting of it or not. Mm -hmm. And just know that with us, like, obviously we're cool like with that like <laughs> we are very you are not weird for liking no. k-pop and like especially like you know given our ages as well like no one is too old to listen to k-pop no one is you know like the wrong gender to be listening to k-pop anything like that it's for everyone it's music yeah right exactly. like they make this music for you to be happy and enjoy it so that's what it is and there should be no shame. So, yeah. All right. Thank you all. 2023, let's wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> so, I guess that's it. So, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm forward slash loving K-Pop podcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using our handle at loving K-Pop pod. If you would like to enjoy extra content, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com and search You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. We also offer a subscription option on Spotify for podcasters. Check out our show notes for more details. And then you can also email us at lovingkpoppod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows in the geek to geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek to geekmediacom to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts, streamers, and bloggers. And until next time, bye. Bye. When toxic culture has you down, when you're just looking to laugh and have fun, kick back and enjoy watching a video game, or just make some new friends, it's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu.